School Football here on the Stations of Plot River Radio on KHAS. I'm Brad Beam. Glad to be along in the studio ahead of kickoff for football games tonight. All three Hastings area teams are in action. And quite frankly, aside from anything else in the season, lucky to just be playing football tonight. 17 games. At least that was the count earlier today. 17 games in the state of Nebraska are postponed or canceled altogether because of COVID-19 exposures on teams across the state. Grand Island Northwest, Giltner, just to name a couple in our immediate area. In fact, Giltner has just said that they were going to be done with the football season altogether because of the COVID quarantine timeline not working in their favor. But we will cheer on the teams, celebrate the games that are going to be happening across the state tonight, and we'll do that here on the Pigskin Preview. Pigskin Preview brought to us this week and every week by B&B Carpet, Miller Body Shop, Minden Exchange Bank, and Madsen Seed. We'll start our coach discussions this evening on the Pigskin Preview with Hastings High. The Tigers are off to their best start since they won the Class A state championship way back in 1993. Tigers are 6-0 on the season. Last week, they got a 38-20 road win at York. Hastings is outscoring their opponents by an average score of 38-8. Aurora comes into this one 4-2 on the season. Huskies dropped their first two games, but have won four straight since. Aurora is averaging about 32.3 points per game, allowing about 15 points in its current winning streak. KHAS Radio Sports Director Mike Will had a chance to sit down with Hastings head coach Charlie Shoemaker. Coach, I think a tough opponent tonight, a team that's got a lot of tradition and a, a pretty proud program in Aurora. Oh, for sure. You know, they, they're really on a – they're really playing well. I mean, they started out the first two games and had some tough opponents, and, and I think they've won four in a row, five in a row maybe. Um, they're always good. Uh, they've got they've got good players at every level, and uh, it's going to be a tough task force tonight. Ironically, this is only like the third meeting between the two teams in the last ten years. Yeah, you know they've uh, they've been down for years, and so it's been a while. I think we played them probably even five years ago, four or five years ago, and um, didn't end very well. You know they they were very good back then as well. So you know they're always good and they're always competitive. They don't care who they're playing. They're going to play hard for four quarters, so it's going to be tough. Last week, over to 20, but for the second straight week, off to a, a rather slow start for you. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. You know, actually, the first drive was going real well, and we just kind of stalled out and uh, probably made a couple of reads we shouldn't have. And then the second drive, we got the ball back, and it was a three and out. And uh, so that was disappointing. Once we got going again, it was, it was good. And we've, we've talked about it all week, and it's going to be real important to get off to a good start because Aurora's actually been a team that started out well in every game that they've played. So we need to make sure we're on it right away. York was a team that rushed for 244 yards against you guys. Did they expose something uh, on your defense? Uh, you know, it's we've got some rotation issues since Max and Justin have been been sidelined, and um, and I think it just wore on us a little bit in the end of the game. They they liked their too tight set when they got to the end of the game. There, uh, we didn't handle it very well. We had a couple things that we were doing. Um, that we ended up not liking uh, stunt wise, and, and that put us in a bad position. But uh, a lot of it was ourselves, you know, because we were shutting a lot of those things down early. Um, and then when they got going a little bit with that too tight stuff, we didn't handle it very well. You guys were able to rush for 148 yards in the ball game. That's good to see because I know you've been working on the, the rushing attack here lately. Yeah, I mean, really well balanced. I think uh, we were through for 176 and, and rushed for 150 or whatever. And uh, you know, that's kind of a perfect game, really, when you think about it. Um, 
Uh, the running game is really kind of what got us going on that, that drive that we scored on. Trevor had three or four runs right in a row, and uh, they were dropping nine guys in coverage, and, and we were able to block well, and, and he ran hard, and, and then we were able to get the ball in the end zone and answer. Once we got things going offensively, you know, we were moving it up and down the field like we want to normally and had some protection issues in the second quarter that kind of bothered us. Then we changed up our protection a little bit, and, and that cleaned things up. Like we mentioned, Coach, this is a quality opponent, and this will not be an easy football game. No, I, we look for a four-quarter battle. I mean, they, you know, they did a good number on McCook last week, and they were very efficient offensively, uh, very solid defensively, well coached. I mean, they, they they're good at every level of their defense, and then they've got a good running back, good quarterback, you know, some good linemen. The receivers are adequate enough that they they can do some things. So, um, you know, we're going to have to really play well, um, and I think if we play well, we're going to be in good shape. This is the point of the season. You start looking at the uh, postseason with just a game left in the regular season, sitting pretty good for the power points, but you don't want to stumble here and uh, stumble down the readings. No, I mean, this isn't the time when you want to you have a hiccup and things like that. You want to make sure you're – you're really starting to go to that next level. And, and you know, it's it perfect the way the, the season has gone. I mean, the tougher, real tough teams are at the end, and you should be playing your best ball. And, and I think we're close, you know. I mean, we're, we're just a few plays away from, uh, from really exploding, and, and hopefully we can do that tonight. Right, this opponent uh, lost to North Platte and Bennington in the first two games. Since then, they're averaging 32 points and... 15 points given up on defense so it looks like the team that's took them a while to get going yeah it's just kind of been a carbon copy everybody they've played the last three or four weeks and uh it's like you almost kind of just know what the score is going to be they're very efficient um and they're they're real tough i mean they're they're just good football players over there and and they've been doing it for a long time so it's going to be tough Ethan Shaw is the quarterback, 838 yards passing, nine touchdowns, 640 yards rushing, and six touchdowns. He, he's the real deal. Yeah, he's a really good player. He's, uh, he's probably one of the best quarterbacks we will see throughout the year, I would think, until we get probably into playoffs. But, uh, and just multidimensional. You know, he's kind of their leading rusher, and uh, he's real elusive. He's not a super big kid, but he's, he's got enough speed that he can do something with it. Does a really good job with his reads. Uh, they do a lot of RPO things with that, a lot of read things. The quarter, there's a lot on the quarterback, and he's able to, to uh, effectively do it. So he's going to be a challenge for us. He's probably got as good an arm as uh, Jarrett does and maybe runs the ball a little bit more, does he? Yeah, I would say I, if you were to compare him, he's probably a little bit better runner like as far as his shiftiness and his ability to get out of trouble. Jarrett's pretty good at that too. But, uh, uh, and he throws the ball well enough that uh, you, know, you can't just hope that he's going to in- have an incompletion. I mean, he's going to complete those balls. He knows where to go with the ball, uh, and that's a dangerous thing when you have a quarterback that can do that. But this is not an offense that really is going to get out and just uh, throw the ball around. Looks like they really want to run the football. They're very balanced. They really are. They, they like to run the ball. They run their, their veer, their read game. Uh, and so they puts a lot of stress on the defense to really do their job. Um, we feel like it's kind of a good matchup because we're almost carbon copies of each other. Uh, so it really should be an exciting game. So if you want to watch a game this week, this is probably the one to come to. Puts a lot of pressure on your defense. Uh, how so? What's the, the big key on that side of the ball? Well, just so, you know, the, the DBs can't just say we're going to stop the run. They've got to really focus on that, their man on pass coverage. And um, even when that kid's running the ball, I mean, he's got, he's got a, an option to throw the ball to those receivers. So they've got to be tight in their coverage all night. And, and they can't give up because he's really elusive. Um, and we've got to make sure we bottle him up inside in the box and not let him get outside because when he does that, then he can run for a lot of yards too. 
And uh, their defense, uh, yeah, they give up 15 points per ball game, but they, they seem like they give up a lot of yards. We're going to have some chances, I think, tonight against this defense. I think so. I mean, we, we feel like we've got some good matchups with our kids against their guys, and uh, they're just real physical, and they're real solid, and they do things well. Um, and so our guys are going to have to really be answering that and you know clean up those routes a little bit, uh, no drop passes, things like that, and then we're going to have to run the ball. How do we win this thing? Uh, just go back to what we were doing maybe early in the season? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, this is the point of the season where nothing's left in the playbook as far as what you're going to run on a, on a Friday night. So uh, we've got lots of things that we've been working on throughout the weeks, and um, we're ready to use them, and, and we feel like we're going to be in a good position. All right, good luck. Thanks. We'll hear more from Coach Shoemaker coming up during tonight's pregame show ahead of kickoff for the Hastings High Tigers. 7 o'clock is kickoff time there at Lloyd Wilson Field, last home game of the regular season. For Hastings, you'll hear it right here on KHAS Radio and also online, PlatteRiverPreps.com and in the free Platte River Radio smartphone app. We'll talk Patriot football coming up next. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Making a living, making things grow is a hard life, but it's a good life. A lot of what you know, you learned from your father, and then you taught it to your son. Now he's teaching your grandson. Generation to generation, a legacy of making things grow. That's the way it is around here. We're proud to be a part of it. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. It's the Pigskin Preview once again here on KHAS Radio. I'm Brad Beam. We're talking Adams Central now. Adams Central, for the second straight week, will be facing one of the top passers in the state of Nebraska. Last week, the Patriots shut down Cale Jensen of Central City with a 21-8 win. This week, AC faces University of Nebraska recruit Heinrich Harburg and the Kearney Catholic Stars. KJS Radio's Mike Spataro caught up with Patriot head coach Sean Mulligan to talk about this one ahead of kickoff. Coach Mulligan, we'll start with uh, last week's game first. Central City, you guys had a good win up there. It started out a little tough, though, but you guys were able to respond nicely and played really great defense against a really good offensive team last week. Yeah, they're they're very explosive. I don't think a lot of people in the state know how good their offense is and how fast of a tempo they run and how efficient that they are. And for us to hold them down to eight points in four quarters was quite the accomplishment. And really, it was zero points for most of the game because the first the eight points came on the first drive of the game there. And I got to say, it was looking a little bleak there early on when they got the eight points and then they got the onside kick. You had to be biting your nails a little bit, but the kids were able to respond and they had the, the mental toughness there to stay in the game and not let those uh, back-to-back kind of situations happen or get to them. Well, sure. They uh, were very positive on the sideline and, and in the game, too. I mean, honestly, it could have been 24, 21 to nothing there at the beginning of the of the game where they had a touchdown called back because of a penalty and we got a fourth and goal stop on the one yard line. They went down and scored after that. And I'm sure central city is thinking that they could have, should have won that football game. And, and you could argue that that is a, a definite possibility, but our kids continue to battle and definitely played a very, very good second half. 
And one of the themes we've been talking about this all year is the defense. You kind of mentioned it there. So how important is this defense for this unit? Well, when you get stops and you only allow opponents to one or two touchdowns, it always keeps you in the game. And I do think that we're, we've are we been able to play very well against a number of different styles of offenses so far this year. And um, we've been successful. And then one play I want to talk about specifically, it felt like the turning point in the game was when you guys got that stop on fourth and goal at the one-yard line, about the half-yard line, really. And then a couple plays later, uh, Boniface got that 58-yard catch to to get some momentum going on your guys' team. Do you feel that was kind of a turning point in the game? Yeah, definitely. We were on our one-yard line, and we ran a speed-out flag combo on that. And uh, Cam did a good job of reading the ball and getting it to to Drew out in the flat, and he's tough tackling one-on-one, and I saw as soon as he caught it, and there was one guy I was kind of hoping and praying that he was able to make the guy miss because I knew he'd be running for a while, and he did. He got 60-some yards on that, and then that just got the momentum going for us on that, and we're able to go down and get a touchdown, and we carried it over into the second half. Yep, and then you guys ended up winning that game 21-8 to after getting a touchdown to start the second half as well. And then before I move on to this game, how, how, how big is that? I know you guys like to defer if you win the coin toss. How big is that getting a touchdown at the end of the half and a touchdown to start the half? It is. Um, mostly this year we defer because a lot of times then we'll put our defense on the field to begin with, and we think that that's our strength. Um, honestly, last year when the coin flip, we always chose to take the ball first half. Everybody has different philosophies on that, but uh, just being successful when you have the ball at the beginning of the game or the beginning of the second half. And then let's talk about Carney Catholic. So this is another tough challenge for you guys this week. They come into this game at 4-1, and one, and they uh, they have a good offense as well. It's a little bit different, obviously, than Central City. Like you said to me last week, Central City's kind of a unicorn, but this team can run and throw the ball. Yeah, they're more balanced. Um, they definitely have a good running game, and they have skilled receivers throughout. Their offensive line's very athletic, too. They're aggressive on the defensive side of the ball, and they're going to challenge us in all aspects of the game defensively. Or you know, Central City, we knew pretty much we had to try to stop the pass, and then uh, they would try to you know run the ball at different times. But this is a team that can do both of them. Their quarterback's extremely athletic, um, can get out of the pocket and make plays too. So we'll have to be sound in all aspects of the game. And then, yeah, I was going to talk about that. How important is that going to be to contain him and keep him in the pocket and make him a passer? Well, sure it is. I mean, he's a throw-first quarterback, but uh, he has the skill and ability to – lengthen plays we saw that last year when we played him that we had trouble tackling him at times and he would lengthen the plays and we got to cover for a longer period of time we've done that this week in practice where we've let the plays go a little bit longer than normal just trying to get our secondary to cover for a longer period of time and it just comes down to kids making plays so then what are the the keys to the game going to be score one more point than carney catholic um get off the field on third down like always um field position is always key turnovers you know the standard mo for for all games, those are the, the keys to success. So now that you had a turnover last week, are we allowed to talk a little bit about turnovers now? I don't spend a whole lot of time on them. <laughs> all right, fair enough. And then uh, this game, it's always a big game, Carney Catholic and Adam Central. Do you feel that the it's a little bit easier to get up for a game like this? Oh, I definitely would think so. I mean, they're a top 10 team. Um, we know the talent that they have. Uh, we see them a lot in all different sports. I think there's a commonality with our kids as far as knowing the kids over there from basketball and, and football that we played them pretty much every year. So, yeah, I, I I have a feeling that both sides of the team will both, – both schools will be very energetic early on in the game. All right, Coach Mulligan, thank you for your time, and good luck tonight against Kearney Catholic. It's going to be a big game, and we will broadcast it live on the stations of Flat River Radio, ESPN 1550, 1460, and com is where you can hear it. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. Pre-game show beginning at 6.30 tonight for Adams Central Football. No radio coverage tonight as the Hastings St. Cecilia Hawks will play at Grand Island Central Catholic. 
Hawks picked up their first win of the season last week. They got a 28-14 victory over Donovan Trumbull. Crusaders are, however, 3-3. They lost to Ord last week. Pretty handily, 59-6. Kickoff for the St. Cecilia game will be at 7 o'clock tonight up in GI. We'll turn our attention to the area teams when we come back. You're listening to the Big Skin Preview on KHAS Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com slash A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. You've got the Pigskin Preview on your radio here on KHAS, brought to us this week and every week by B&B Carpet, also by Miller Body Shop, Minden Exchange Bank, and Madsen Seed. It's the point of the show where we turn our attention to some area teams. Kozad will play at Minden. The Haymakers come in 5-1 and one on the season. The Whippets are 2-3. and three. However, they shut out Holdridge last week, 39-0. KHAS Radio's Mike Spataro called up Minden head coach Jeb Hatch. All right, Coach Chad. So you guys are two and three on the season so far. So you have won two out of your last three. What have you seen these last couple of weeks, especially these two wins against Hershey and Holdridge, where the team has been improving here? Um, yeah, kind of like you said, we've seen seen a pretty good jump in the in uh, um, our output, I guess you could say, on on Friday night. Um, got off to a little bit of a, a slow start this season, being quarantined that first week, and I think that definitely. Uh, hurt us but the you know the kids are kind of getting in that that mid-season swing right now and been playing a little bit better and things are clicking a little bit better for us on offense and defense and so you know talk a lot about trying to improve every week and I uh, you know win or lose and I think we've done that the last few weeks yeah and that's what I hear a lot from coaches especially during this time where you know sometimes practices have to get canceled to postpone or practices look different or like you said you guys had to go in quarantine for a bit there so that that is the the key aspect I hear from a lot of coaches is that they just want to see improvement from week to week yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, I don't think that changes at all from year to year. This one is a little bit different, but you know, you're always wanting to keep improving up till that very last, uh, last uh, game of the season. Um, and you know, football is such a complicated game, I guess. Um, you know, you see a lot of big improvements from, from week to week with the technique or the scheme that you're running. And like I said, our, our kids have kind of embraced that. Um, I feel like our seniors have not, you know, gotten stale or anything like that, and think they 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 know it all already. Um, they continue to improve every every game and push each other, and just continue to improve as a group. And you guys have had a really tough schedule here, especially in the first five weeks, especially with teams like Adam Central, Boone Central's pretty good too, and Carney Catholic as well. And then it's not going to be easy again this week. You got Kozad. Tell me what you've seen on film from Kozad this week. What are they like? Um, you know, they're physical as always. Um, they don't do a ton of, of, of stuff. They're just extremely good at what they do. 
Um, and they're going to they're gonna come right at you, and they're going to keep coming at you. And like I said, their kids are always uh, really physical um, up front. Their, their line offensively and defensively concerns me a little bit. they got big guys that move well and, and get to their blocks and maintain them. And then um, on the offensive side, um, you know, quarterback, uh, running backs, they, they've got quite a few guys they rot- rotate through at the running back position that are all dangerous. And so, again, that's a, that's a concern. Trying to keep those guys bottled up for four quarters is, has been difficult for people that we've seen. And, you know, defensively, they're, again, they'll, they'll come at you, come downhill, and, and, you know, try to keep you off balance a little bit with, uh, uh, with their blitzes. So what are you guys going to have to do to slow them down? What are the keys to the game here? Um, you know, just, you know, we've been, and always work, you know, technique um, as far as that um, goes, you know, you know, getting off blocks, trying to, trying to get their quarterback and backs, um, get them stopped before they get started, you know, make them redirect in the backfield as opposed to let them get three or four because, you know, once they get that momentum going, they're, they're running downhill and they do a nice job. So, you know, just like I said, trying to get them stopped before they get started playing, playing technique and then um, really working uh, with our, our D-line up front, being a little bit undersized, um, you know, getting in there and, and wreaking havoc. And then when you look at their scores, they're scoring a lot of points. So, like you said, that offense is really good, really high-powered. I'm, I'm assuming that you guys are going to really rely on the run game here to, you know, kind of keep that high-powered offense off the field. Yeah, that's, you know, a big key that you just brought up. You know, if they're not on the field, it's pretty tough to score their offense, I should say. And so, you know, if we can grind out um, first downs, keep their offense on the sideline, maybe, uh, you know, flip the field a little bit, try to make them go, uh, you know, 80-plus yards against our defense, that's, you know, that's a good scenario for us. And, yeah, like you said, our run game is, has started clicking a little bit more the past, uh, past couple weeks, and so that's something we'll definitely rely on, kind of always been that way. Um, but yeah, I feel like you know if we're playing well, playing small, they'll pick up some some first downs and uh, keep their offense on the sideline. And of course, I always talk about this with coaches too. Confidence is important, and you got to think the kids probably have a good amount of confidence coming into this game, winning two out of their last three, especially winning last week too against Holdridge. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. After after last week, um, the kids came away with with a lot of confidence there, especially the way that we did it. You know, we we thought we could beat them, but I didn't necessarily think it'd be in in that manner. Um, so they were pretty pleased with that win, and and definitely getting some uh, confidence with that the way it happened. And then last question for you here, Coach, and I know I know, no coaches like to look ahead and whatnot, but you got to look at the, the schedule. you got Wood River, Shelton, Broken Bow and after this Cozad game. you got to start thinking that playoffs are a real opportunity for you guys here this year. Yeah, um, you know, that's kind of been in the back of the mind. Uh, we haven't talked really with the kids too much about it, but as a coaching staff, you know, kind of looking at that, um, you know, our district is, is – <laughs> It's pretty rough, you know, when you got Carney Catholic and and Kozad in there, and so you're looking probably more at the wild card point type uh, scenario, especially with our loss to Carney Catholic already. But um, you know, when you look at our losses, being Carney Catholic, Adams Central, and Boone, I mean, those the point situation for playoffs, you know, those, those losses don't hurt you too bad. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's um, you know, an opportunity for the kids or a chance for the kids to, you know, possibly get that depending on how we play these, these last three games. Um, it's definitely not out of reach. All right, Coach Hatchel, that does it for my questions. Thank you very much for joining us, and good luck uh, against Kozad. Yep, appreciate the coverage. You can follow along. The live scoreboard of Kozad and Minden will be at PlatteRiverPreps.com this evening.
We'll talk about one of the big area matchup as Blue Hill plays Kennesaw tonight. That's next on the Pigskin Preview. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. There's a really big football game that's going to happen tonight as Blue Hill hosts Kennesaw. We will talk to the coaches of both those teams on the Pigskin Preview tonight. But first, let's talk about the Blue Devils. Kennesaw is looking to rebound after their first loss of the season last week. They fell to Bruning Davenport Chickley 42-23. Platte River Radio's Jeff Babel had a chance to call up Kennesaw head coach Craig Schnitzler and talk about the season thus far. Yeah, you know, we've had a... Up to this point, it's been a good season for us. Uh, you know, we started off uh, playing well against Axtell and just kind of continued uh, through, and then we, we got that uh, week off against Giltner. And, and uh, you know, I don't know if it hurt, hurt us. Uh, it helped us get a few guys um, that had bumps and bruises uh, healthier for the BDS game, and, and uh, we just came up against <laughs> a very good uh, football team in BDS. Uh, they just all around, they had size, they had speed. And, and we didn't play all that bad. We looked at film and looked at some things we need to get better at. Uh, but uh, overall, it was just, you know, the effort was there. Uh, BDS is just a heck of a ball club. And going back to BDS there, Coach, real quick, uh, you, you want to win them all, but sometimes maybe a loss isn't the worst thing in the world, especially against a talented team like that. Right, you know, we knew it was going to be tough going into it, and uh, we just wanted to play good, good football and and find out a little bit more about ourselves. And uh, you know, this week, uh, coming off that loss, you know, that's that's what we're looking at. How do we bounce back? You know, do the kids handle the the loss? Do they bounce back? And we play well on Friday night, and that's really what we're looking for uh, going into this game. And uh, Blue Hill is going to be a solid opponent on tonight. Blue Hill, I think, much improved uh, over the year. If you look at their schedule, a lot of talented uh, teams on their schedule. So they've been battle-tested for sure. And uh, let's go back to your players here real quick, quick, real coach. Uh, You know, Tyson, he'll grab a lot of the headlines. He had a heck of a first game. He's kind of your do-it-all guy. But there's other people around him like Derek Goldenstein and Sean Duffy. Uh, Go ahead and talk about some of your key players that have stepped up through six games. Yeah, you know, we really have. Uh, of course, it's led by Tyson Dankert. Uh, but our other two backfield, Trey Kennedy, has done uh, really well for us at the fullback spot, and he ran well last week. Um, and then uh, Derek Goldenstein has moved I back this year, and so he's been a solid performance for us um, uh, throughout the season. And then our guys up front have done a great job um, 
with uh, you know our two tight ends um, and then our guards and and it's just been a really good uh, season up to point and just really proud of the way they work and and we just need to continue to play well. Now let's look at Blue Hill Coach, a, a team we just you and I both just mentioned a, a much improved team. Uh, when you look and scout Blue Hill, what do they like to do, and what is going to be the key to stopping them on both sides of the ball tonight? Well, yeah, you know they're uh, they're well coached. You watch them on film, and they do a lot of different things. Um, one game we watched, it was they they played power football, just went tight end to tight end, and and came at their opponent. And then the next week. Uh, Against BDS, they they spread it out all over the place and and uh, they threw the ball. So, you know, we're going to see a combination of both where they want to run the ball and and also they're going to throw it if they have to. And so we've just got to play solid. We got to play a complete game and and be physical. Well, it should be a dandy, and we'll have it for you on our sister station, The Breeze, ninety four point five. Two sides to every story, two head coaches in every game. We will talk with the coach that's going up against Kennesaw. Blue Hill next on the Pigskin Preview. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B, and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Making a living, making things grow is a hard life, but it's a good life. A lot of what you know, you learned from your father, and then you taught it to your son. Now he's teaching your grandson. Generation to generation, a legacy of making things grow. That's the way it is around here. We're proud to be a part of it. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hosting that big Kennesaw Blue Hill game tonight is Blue Hill. They are 1-5 on the season. They'll be looking to spring an upset on the state-rated Kennesaw football team. The Bobcats have had two weeks to prepare. They suffered a 50-8 loss to Bruning Davenport Shickley back on September 25th. KHAS Radio's Mike Spataro called up Blue Hill head coach Riley Arms. So, Coach Arms, your Blue Hill team is 1-5 so far on the season. And when I, when I speak to coaches, especially especially this year, but this is with every year especially, um, they want to see improvement from week to week. That's my first question for you here. Do you think you've seen that with your team? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, coming off a of bye week last week, but uh, the week before we went to BDS, who's shown to be one of the top teams in D2 for sure, and uh, we played a great first half. Um, effort was good the whole game, um, and I think that that was probably the best football we've played this season, so that's what you want is to just get better and better every game. Yeah, and you also got your first win of the of the season a couple weeks ago against Lawrence Nelson, in, or a few weeks ago now after the bye weekend. Talk a little bit about that win as well. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, with Lawrence being eight miles away, it's always kind of a little rivalry game. I, I think the kids get extra psyched for that one. So um, um, with the slow start we had to the season, it was nice to finally get over the hump and, and get a victory that week. 
And, you know, even with that, the one people might just look at the record and say one and five. Ooh, that's a little tough. But, you know, you look at some of the games this season, especially like the Loomis and Southern Valley game. You guys were in that game and had opportunities to win it as well. So, you know, you're you're a, a player two away from being three and two at the same time. Yeah, both of those um, were decided on the last play of the game. Uh, kind of tough pills to swallow in back to back weeks. But um, just uh, the guys just got to learn from that and. uh move on. I think the, the guys in the locker room know that we're, we're a talented football team and our, our record doesn't reflect what we're capable of. So um, that's been important the last few weeks. And you do have a, a nice mix of um, seniors and then underclassmen as well on the team. And obviously a lot of the seniors do play, but these underclassmen are getting some playing time as well. Do you think this is good for these underclassmen to get this varsity experience here early on in their careers? Oh, absolutely. Um, a lot of our juniors and seniors have been starting for um, two and three years, and, and it shows um, their ability now, that what they gained from the experience. So um, having our, our younger guys step up and get significant varsity minutes um, is definitely going to pay off for us down the road. And then you're coming into this week with, with another tough matchup here. You had BDS, like you said, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, but now you have Kennesaw. What, what do you want to see from your team heading into this Kennesaw game? Uh, I just want to see them play physical. Um, we watched the game film from last year, and, and we know that was definitely uh, a weakness for for us in that game last year. So um, Kennesaw is typically a team we see in the district. Um, we know we haven't beaten them since they've come down to D2. So um, that's the uh, goal is to, to play physical and, and just um, have our best game of the season. And do you feel that that uh, bye week heading into this game has helped the team, you know, kind of rest and recuperate heading into a big game like this with Kennesaw? Oh, absolutely. Having a, a week off before, uh, we got a chance to heal some bumps and bruises and gives us two weeks to, to kind of prepare uh, physically as well as mentally for the game. And, of course, you've been watching film. What have you seen from Kennesaw on film? What, what sets them apart? They're at 4-1, a really good team. So what sets them apart from the other teams you've seen throughout the year? Oh, they're just, uh, they've got a great offensive line and a, a dominant rushing attack. Um, they've got a, a special player in Dinkert. Um, they're, like I said, line is great on both sides of the ball. Um, very powerful running attack and a very aggressive defense. Um, and which any, anyone will tell you that's the, the two things you need to be a good football team. And, and they definitely have both. And I think we could probably say that about Kennesaw almost every year. They have a good running game and a good offensive line. But uh, what are some of the keys to the game for you guys to be successful? Uh, slow down the rushing attack. Uh, we've got to keep Dinkert contained. I think that's. I think everybody knows that going in, but uh, finding the way to do it seems to be the trick for a lot of guys. And then last question for you here, Coach. Uh, obviously, you've got two more games left here this season. You've got Kennesaw and then Giltner the next week. How important is it going to be to finish the season strong and keep those improvements going like we talked about it early on in the interview? Uh, it's very important. Um, you know, we, we're sitting right on the bubble for playoff points right now, so uh, getting a win um, in our last couple games would be great. Kind of seal our fate there, help out, help out our points a little bit, and then uh, – like I said, just helping those young guys to develop. Um, our seniors have done a, a great job for us so far. They're they're still uh, working on putting the, the stamp on their careers and um, helping the younger guys to kind of build build their future for the program. All right, Coach Arms, well, thank you very much for your time today and uh, also good luck against Kennesaw. All right, thank you.
You will be able to listen to the Blue Hill Kennesaw game tonight. It's on our sister station, the Breeze 94.5. Pre-game show started at 5.30. The kickoff is set for 7 o'clock, so you can switch over now if that's the game you want to hear. So recapping the schedule for this evening again, Aurora is at Hastings High. It's going to be right here on KHAS Radio. We'll get you out to the press box at Lloyd Wilson Field in just a minute. Adams Central, they are on the road at Kearney Catholic this evening. It's a game on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 and 1550. Plus, you can hear it at com. Centura at Gibbon this evening on Power 99 and Kennesaw at Blue Hill on the Breeze 94.5. Follow along all those games on the radio or in the free Platte River Radio smartphone app. We'll also have them in the live scoreboard at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Hastings St. Cecilia goes north to take on Grand Island Central Catholic this evening. Donovan Trumbull at Sandy Creek. Elba is at Harvard. Silver Lake at Wilcox Hildreth. Sutton playing at Ord this evening. Carney at Lincoln High. Grand Island at Miller North. Central City at St. Paul. Wood River Shelton at Fillmore Central. And of note in the area, the Grand Island Northwest game is canceled. They were supposed to play at York. COVID cancellation on that one. And also, because of COVID cases within the Giltner school system, Giltner is canceling not only their game tonight, but the rest of their football schedule. 17 games at last count across the state of Nebraska called off tonight because of COVID-19. But we've got games we're ready to play. Thanks for listening to the Big Skin Preview. Again, brought to you by B&B Carpet, Miller Body Shop, Minden Exchange Bank, and Madsen Seed. We'll look forward to joining you again after the games. The Scoreboard Show comes after football action tonight here on KHAS Hastings. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com slash A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. High school football is on the air on KHAS Radio. This is the Coach's Pregame Show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now let's go to the field for tonight's game. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to high school football tonight on 1230 KHIS. Back at home with Hastings High as the Tigers get ready to take on the Aurora Huskies as we spend a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Charlie Shoemaker. And coach, I think a tough opponent tonight, a team that's got a lot of tradition and a, a pretty proud program in Aurora. Oh, for sure. You know, they, they're really on a, they're really playing well. I mean, they started out the first two games and had some tough opponents and, and I think they've won four in a row, five in a row maybe. Um, they're always good. Uh, they've got they've got good players at every level, and uh, it's going to be a tough task for us tonight. 
Ironically, this is only like the third meeting between the two teams in the last 10 years. Yeah, you know, they've, uh, they've been down in C1 for four years, and so it's been a while. I think we played them probably even five years ago, four or five years ago, and um, didn't end very well. You know, they, they were very good back then as well. So, you know, they're always good, and they're always competitive. They don't care who they're playing. They're going to play hard for four quarters, so it's going to be tough. Last week, a win over York on the road, 38-20, to 20, but for the second straight week, off to a, a rather slow start for you. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. You know, actually, the first drive was going real well, and we just kind of stalled out and uh, probably made a couple of reads we shouldn't have. And then the second drive, we got the ball back, and it was a three and out. And uh, so that was disappointing. Once we got going again, it was, it was good. And we've, we've talked about it all week, and it's going to be real important to get off to a good start because Aurora's actually been a team that started out well in every game that they've played. So we need to make sure we're on it right away. York was a team that rushed for 244 yards against you guys. Did they expose something uh, on your defense? Uh, you know, it's we've got some rotation issues since Max and Justin have been been sidelined, and um, and I think it just wore on us a little bit in the end of the game. They they liked their too tight set when they got to the end of the game. There, uh, we didn't handle it very well. We had a couple things that we were doing. Um, that we ended up not liking uh, stunt wise, and, and that put us in a bad position. But uh, a lot of it was ourselves, you know, because we were shutting a lot of those things down early. Um, and then when they got going a little bit with that too tight stuff, we didn't handle it very well. You guys were able to rush for 148 yards in the ball game. That's good to see because I know you've been working on the, the rushing attack here lately. Yeah, I mean, really well balanced. I think uh, we were through for 176 and, and rushed for 150 or whatever. And uh, you know, that's kind of a perfect game, really, when you think about it. Um, uh, the running game is really kind of what got us going on that, that drive that we scored on. Trevor had three or four runs right in a row, and uh, they were dropping nine guys in coverage, and, and we were able to block well, and, and he ran hard, and, and then we were able to get the ball in the end zone and answer. Once we got things going offensively, you know, we were moving it up and down the field like we want to normally and had some protection issues in the second quarter that kind of bothered us. Then we changed up our protection a little bit, and, and that cleaned things up. Probably the game turned right at the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half. You have two pick sixes that, that go for touchdowns. Yeah, you know, I mean, th- those kind of things kind of come just by playing hard. Um, and good things happen to the teams that play hard and do what they're supposed to do. And those were the situations that happened there. Uh, you can't count on those every week, obviously. But uh, they were good momentum swifts for us, or switches for us. And, uh, and then we were able to answer after that. You're happy with the win, but obviously uh, maybe happy that you got into a game like this. Really had to play uh, four quarters for the first time in a long time. Yeah, actually that's really important as we go through the this stretch here because it had been a long time. I mean, uh, we had running clock in almost every game uh, that we'd played up to that point. So that was good that we were able to answer that. And um, I thought our kids responded well at the end of the game, and, and we made the plays that we needed to make. How do you come back uh, this week? What's What's the focus in practice this week? Uh, it's, it's been real good, actually. It's been probably one of our best weeks of practice. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of just set some, some incentives out there in practice because we just – and the kids know it. I mean, we haven't played at the level that we need to play at in order to beat an Aurora or beat a Northwest and then anybody in the playoffs. And, um, and, I, and that all comes with practice, you know. And, and great practices usually leads to good starts and, and good games um, as you're playing out there. So hopefully uh, we see the result of that. Has the practice has been lagging going in maybe to the last two weeks? Is that the reason for the slow start? Maybe. I mean, you get into the kind of the doldrums of the middle part of the season and it gets repetitive, and so you just got to try to bring a few different things. You know, a lot of it for us this week was incentives. If, uh, if the scout team got five yards, you were running to the sideline and back, um, you know, not finishing blocks, just the little things. You got to kind of 
you kind of got to bring them in, bring them in a little bit, and and really hold them accountable on all those things. You know, I mean, you know how it is. You get in a long season, and sometimes you you start not seeing the things that you you're seeing early in the year, and and we probably went through that for two to three weeks, and and that probably was the result of of our play early in the games. All right, we'll come back and talk about the Huskies as our pregame show continues after this. I came from a big city. Nebraska is different. Nebraska is one large small town, independent and dedicated. Maryland is a big deal in a little town like this. Dr. Zuzak is so passionate about what he does that we just knew that we were in good hands. Like, we walked in there, and it kind of felt like you walked into just a friend's house. I like to translate things into simple, everyday language. Talking with patients about what is going to happen to them, what the disease is like, you get to know them pretty well. It wasn't just about the cancer. It was about us as a family. The people. It's kind of an amazing thing to me. I think it makes me proud to be a Nebraskan. The dedication, for sure. That is true Nebraskan style. And the kindness. You could not be in better hands. My name is Tom Zuzeg, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Back with Hastings High, head coach Charlie Shoemaker. Hastings getting ready to take on the Aurora Huskies. Like we mentioned, coach, this is a, a quality opponent, and this will not be an easy football game. No, I, we look for a four-quarter battle. I mean, they, you know, they did a good number on McCook last week, and they were very efficient offensively, uh, very solid defensively, well coached. I mean, they, they they're good at every level of their defense, and then they've got a good running back, good quarterback, you know, some good linemen. Receivers are adequate enough that they they can do some things. So. Um, you know, we're going to have to really play well. Um, and I think if we play well, we're going to be in good shape. This is the point of the season. You start looking at the uh, postseason with just a game left in the regular season, sitting pretty good for the power points, but you don't want to stumble here and uh, stumble down the ratings. No, I mean, this isn't the time when you want to you have a hiccup and things like that. You want to make sure you're, you're really starting to go to that next level. And, and you know, it's it perfect the way that the season has gone. I mean, the tougher, real tough teams are at the end, and you should be playing your best ball. And, and I think we're close, you know. I mean, we're, we're just a few plays away from uh, from really exploding, and, and hopefully we can do that tonight. Right, this opponent uh, lost to North Platte and Bennington in the first two games. Since then, they're averaging 32 points and 15 points given up on defense. So it looks like it's a team that took them a while to get going. Yeah, it's just kind of been a carbon copy. Everybody they've played the last three or four weeks, and – uh, it's like you almost kind of just know what the score is going to be. They're very efficient, um, and they're, they're real tough. I mean, they're, they're just good football players over there, and, and they've been doing it for a long time, so it's going to be tough. Ethan Shaw is the quarterback, 838 yards passing, nine touchdowns, 640 yards rushing, and six touchdowns. He, he's the real deal. Yeah, he's a really good player. He's, uh, he's probably one of the best quarterbacks we will see throughout the year, I would think, until we get probably into playoffs. But uh, And just multidimensional. You know, he's kind of their leading rusher, and uh, he's real elusive. He's not a super big kid, but he's he's got enough speed that he can do something with it. Does a really good job with his reads. Uh, they do a lot of RPO things with that, a lot of read things. The quarter, there's a lot on the quarterback, and he's able to, to uh, effectively do it. So he's going to be a challenge for us. He's probably got as good an arm as uh, Jarrett does and maybe runs the ball a little bit more, does he? Yeah, I would say I, if you were to compare him, he's probably a little bit better runner like as far as his shiftiness and his ability to get out of trouble. Jarrett's pretty good at that too. But, uh, uh, and he throws the ball well enough that uh, you, know, you can't just hope that he's going to have an incompletion. I mean, he's going to complete those balls. He knows where to go with the ball, uh, and that's a dangerous thing when you have a quarterback that can do that. 
But this is not an offense that really is going to get out and just uh, throw the ball around. Looks like they really want to run the football. They're very balanced. They really are. They, they like to run the ball. They run their, their veer, their read game. Uh, and so they put a lot of stress on the defense to really do their job. Um, we feel like it's kind of a good matchup because we're almost carbon copies of each other. Uh, so it really should be an exciting game. So if you want to watch a game this week, this is probably the one to come to. Puts a lot of pressure on your defense. Uh, how so? What's the, the big key on that side of the ball? Well, just so, you know, the, the DBs can't just say we're going to stop the run. They've got to really focus on that, their man on pass coverage. And um, even when that kid's running the ball, I mean, he's got, he's got a, an option to throw the ball to those receivers. So they've got to be tight in their coverage all night. And, and they can't give up because he's really elusive. Um, and we've got to make sure we bottle him up inside in the box and not let him get outside because when he does that, then he can run for a lot of yards too. And, uh, their defense, uh, yeah, they give up 15 points per ball game, but they, they seem like they give up a lot of yards. We're going to have some chances, I think, tonight against this defense. I think so. I mean, we, we feel like we've got some good matchups with our kids against their guys. and uh, They're just real physical, and they're real solid, and they do things well. Um, and so our guys are going to have to really be answering that and you know clean up those routes a little bit. Uh, no drop passes, things like that, and then we're going to have to run the ball. How do we win this thing? Uh, just go back to what we were doing maybe early in the season? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, this is the point of the season where nothing's left in the playbook as far as what you're going to run on a, on a Friday night. So uh, we've got lots of things that we've been working on throughout the weeks, and um, we're ready to use them, and, and we feel like we're going to be in a good position. All right, good luck. Thanks. Charlie Shoemaker, head coach for He Sings High. Stick around, starting lineups in the play-by-play description. Up next, He Sings in Aurora tonight on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the KHAS Radio Coaches Pre-Game Show. Brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Stay tuned. Play-by-play is up next on Hastings' local high school sports station. KHAS Hastings and also streaming online at flatriverpreps.com. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. High School Football is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters, local businesses supporting local youth and local athletics. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHS at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, the Hastings High Tigers, the number one ranked team in Class B, getting set to take on the Aurora Huskies tonight. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you tonight. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. Hastings coming in a record of six wins and no losses on the season. The Tigers coming off of their win last week over York on the road, 38-20. to the Aurora Huskies, they are 4-2. and two. Aurora lost their first two games of the year, dropping a, a game to Class A opponent North Platte, 13-6. Went on the road and lost to Bennington, 31-18. to 
But they have turned their season around, and Aurora has won four games in a row, beating Scotts Bluff 36-14. They beat Omaha Gross 35-21. They beat York 37-21. And then last week, they went on the road out west and knocked off McCook by a score of 21-7. So this will be a big, big test for the Hastings High Tigers here tonight. Aurora is a team that's averaging about 102 yards per ball game through the year, 218 yards per game rushing. Defensively, they are very good, giving up only 97 yards through the air and 189 yards uh, on the ground. Meanwhile, Hastings, you well know what they want to do. They want to throw the football around a little bit. The Tigers averaging about 246 yards per ball game through the air, 118 yards per game rushing. So it's Hastings and the Aurora Huskies here tonight. And Jimmy, uh, Hastings quite frankly, has not played uh, all that well the last two ball games, uh, especially last week at York. They had some miscues in that ball game, had some big uh, touchdowns defensively, turning a couple of balls uh, for pick sixes at the end of the first at the end of the first half and at the beginning of the second half. Other than that, that was a much closer ball game than the final score might indicate. Well, it really was, and we've uh, been able to watch this Hastings High football team evolve over the year. We was uh, up in Lincoln for the very start of things, and at that point in time, we didn't know uh, where we were going to be going, how long we were going to be playing uh, as far as the season went along. We have been very fortunate because each and every week, it's kind of funny, about Monday or Tuesday, you start hearing about other schools, other uh, football teams that are not going to be able to play because of this virus going around, and it is really starting to hamper a lot of teams, and you got to keep your fingers crossed the Tigers got a run going right now that boy uh, a, a problem with a, uh, a sick kid or somebody would really set them back you know obviously two weeks with two weeks left in the season before the playoffs start it is going to be important to try to keep everybody healthy but they have really uh, they've showed signs of really uh, a superb offense from Charlie Shoemaker's squad. We know that Jared Sinek can throw the ball very accurate, very good. That offensive line gives him some pretty good protection. The thing that concerns me about this Hastings high squad is the inability to really be able to run the football. We have seen the last few games that we have done really not uh, be able to force the issue too much as far as rushing the football. I believe last week in York weren't even able to get over 100 yards of rushing right at 100 at least. But, uh, uh, you know, with Zade Widener and Trevor Sullivan back there, they are good quality running backs, but it's got to be that line up front. They've got to establish the line of scrimmage and start opening up some holes because York was a very physical football team. I had an opportunity to run into Zade Widener today. By the way, he dropped his piece of pizza at Casey's, so it's not just a football he drops. He can drop his piece of pizza. No, he didn't. I like to give Zade a bad time. He's a good kid. But, uh, you know, it's just it's getting over the humps and being able to run the football because you get against better teams on down the road in the playoffs. It's going to be very tough to push the football up and down the field by trying to rely on Cynic's arm. So it's going to be important for that offensive line to try to establish some ground. And uh, again, Zade said that was probably the most physical team they had played was last week in York. And I said, well, you probably don't have a slouch tonight. And he said, no, this is a very good football team. And we know what lies ahead for next week, but we're worried about tonight. This is Aurora. They've got a great junior program. They're a few years removed from a C1 state championship where they beat Ord down in Lincoln. So this is a tradition-rich football program. You think about Aurora, you think about Randy Hubert in the glory days. Well, 
Kyle Peterson has taken over, and he hasn't dropped the baton. He has taken it and moved on. This is a very, very good football team. Probably one of the best the Tigers are going to see here so far in the season. All right, your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. No changes for Hastings on offense. Why would you? Jared Senek will be the quarterback, 6'2", 185-pound senior. Running back will be Carson Shoemaker, 5'7", 155-pound senior. Zade Widener, another uh, running back for the Tigers, 5'10", 155-pound senior. The uh, wideouts for Hastings will be Gareth Jones, 5'10", 175-pound senior. Braden Cavillage, six foot, 160 pound senior, and also uh, Thomas Hoffman, five foot ten, 160 pound senior. Across the front for Hastings, Blake Davis, Lucas Kolatic, Ashton Crown, Landon Jacobitz, and Seth Asperbach. Hastings on the defense tonight will go with uh, Kolatic and Asperbach. Also Ground and Blake Davis across the front. The uh, linebackers will be Landon Jacobitz, Isaiah Henry. And also uh, Blake Davis with uh, Jet Sandelson. And the defensive secondary for Hastings will go with Gareth Jones, Zade Widener, Bo Dreher, and Austin Nowards. The Aurora Huskies on offense, they've got a very good quarterback here tonight. Ethan Shaw, 170-pound senior. Shaw has thrown for 838 yards so far this year. He has run for 640 yards. He's accounted for 15 touchdowns for the Huskies their running back will be Mac Owens, a 200-pound junior, who has rushed for 354 yards. Their uh, Maverick back will be uh, Daniel Elge, Elge, 180-pound senior. Their Z-wide receiver will be Jamo Herzberg, 175-pound senior. Their X-wide receiver, Andrew Bell, 160-pound senior. And their W-wide receiver will be uh, Jacob Settles, 165-pound senior. You've got uh, Aaron Jividen, also Jack Allen, Sam Schroeder, Brecken uh, Papineau, and also uh, Gage Griffith across the front for the Aurora Huskies on offense. On the defense, they're going to go with a three-down lineman tonight for the Dogs. Gage Griffith, Sam Schroeder, and Aaron Jividen will be uh, your down lineman. Your backers will be uh, Bryce Barger, also Mac Owens, Brinson Kimling, and also uh, Brady Collingham. And the defensive secondary, they're going to have uh, Papineau, also Suttles, Herzberg, and Andrew Bell. Your starting lineups tonight brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. I'll take this. Mostly clear skies here at game time tonight. Temperature is at 81 degrees. Winds out of the southwest at five miles per hour. Did you say it was fall? Yeah, well, it is somewhere, but uh, it's been a long time since October that uh, I've been sitting in sandals and shorts at a football game. Normally, we've got uh, some sweatshirts on, maybe a light jacket, but a beautiful night here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Lights are on. Great crowd coming uh, over from Aurora. Not a very long drive, and uh, Hastings again putting a great crowd on hand here to f- showcase uh, this football team. So we'll see what they can do. Aurora is going to receive. It's going to be uh, Settles and Herzberg back deep for Aurora. It's going to be a high kick off to the far side of the field. That's going to be Settles. 
Bringing it in at the 10. 15, 20, 25, center of the field, 30, 35, out to the 37-yard line. That's where the Huskies will start. First down and 10 for their own 37. Aurora moving from our left to our right, north to south here in the first quarter of play. This is actually the last home game for the Tigers for the uh, regular season. Hastings will be off next week. It's going to be their their bye week. That it was a, uh, a bye in their schedule. And then we'll finish things off uh, two weeks from tonight at Grand Island Northwest. So here's the Aurora offense. These guys are uh, very, very good. Ethan Shaw, your quarterback, three wide receivers out to the right side. Shaw will run the ball 40-45. He's across the 50 inside Tiger territory down to the 48-yard line. So a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down on the very first play. You're going to see Ethan Shaw run the football a lot here for the Dogs. Well, you talked about his numbers coming into this. He is very, very good, and we've heard – uh, through the grapevine that he's been contacted from some very big colleges. So this kid's got some talent. He's a dual dual threat quarterback in there. He likes to, to run it and throw it. He shows his legs right there. Gain of about 13 off left side. Here's a shot. He's going to hand the ball away, sliding through there across the 40 to the 35-yard line, spins away at the 34. If he sings down to the 30, down to the 29-yard line, that is Mac Owens, two Plays for Aurora, two first downs, and the Huskies have got the ball at the Hastings 29-yard line. Two carries already, 34 yards in the uh, game. That was a 21-yard gain by Owens, and he's a big guy, about 6'3", 220. He's a tough guy to bring down. He got in the secondary and was able to break a tackle at the 35, take it down inside the 30. Hastings has got to pay attention in this game. They cannot let themselves get down. This, again, I talked about a very good Aurora football team. There's a handoff again. It's going to go. Nope, it's going to be uh, the quarterback. That's going to be uh, Shaw. Nice fake to uh, Owens. Ethan Shaw carries the ball for a yard. Aurora, as you heard in the pregame show, a very quick starting team. Hastings has not started uh, very well here the past couple of weeks. We'll see what happens here. The Huskies. They're uh, marching toward the Hastings High goal line here in their opening possession of the ball game. Second down, nine yards to go. Huskies have the ball at the Hastings 29-yard line. Wide receivers left and right for Ethan Shaw. He uh, fakes the ball. Here's the pitch back outside, 25-20-15, and he is tripped up at the 10-yard line. Tripped up at the uh, 10-yard line, falls forward down to about the uh, 7. So the Aurora Huskies on the move here. In this uh, first quarter of play on their first offensive possession of the ball game. Playing the football the last time out. That was Settles. Settles, yeah. He's where's number 81. You don't normally see an 81 running out of the backfield. But anyway, Settles carries the ball down to about the nine-yard line. First down and goal. Aurora has got the ball in the red zone. They fake the ball to Settles, and Shaw is going to just run it into wow. the end zone. Untouched there for Aurora. That was way too easy, Jimmy. Way too easy. I don't know if the Hastings High defenders got a hand on the, most of those uh, running backs coming through there on the opening drive. Yeah, that was crazy. That was uh, just a, things opened up as a run pass option. And again, the uh, quarterback in uh, Shaw just kind of faked it off left side to Owens and it opened up. That offensive line did a great job on that drive. Hastings is going to have to adjust very quickly in this game. And now Aurora will line up here. Kind of this uh, funky formation that appears they're going to go for two, and they will. Yeah, they're going to hand the ball away, and it's going to be uh, stopped. They had everybody to the left side except the center, the quarterback, and uh, a guard in the right side of the field, and they run the ball straight ahead with uh, Mac Owens. So uh, uh, the two-point conversion is no good. 
But Aurora scores on their opening drive of the ball game. 9.52 to play here in the first quarter. It's Aurora 6. Hastings high nothing. You're listening to Tiger Football. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. How's that? Five plays, 60 yards, Jimmy. That was way too easy for the Huskies. And, uh, three carries by Shaw, and he chewed up a bunch of yardage. 13, had just a one-yard gain, and then he had that nine-yard touchdown run. I was worried about this coming in. They run the football very well, and the Hastings had a tough time stopping the run against York last week. All right, the Tigers going to run the ball back. Widener down the sideline, 30, 35, 40. And he's going to run out of bounds out around the 42-yard line. Other games going on tonight as far as the Hastings schools are concerned. Adam Central has got a big game in Kearney tonight against the Stars of Kearney Catholic. Patriots are 6-0. The Stars are uh, four and one, so they are playing tonight uh, in Kearney, and then it's uh, Hastings Saints is saying they're playing on the road tonight at Grand Island Central Catholic. Just a couple of games we'll keep our eyes on here. Hastings High trailing in this ball game. The Tigers, the number one ranked team in Class B. Hastings trailing the Aurora Huskies by the score of six to nothing. So here comes the uh, Hastings offense here. Jarrett Senek is a quarterback. Wide receivers all over the place. Little shoe going in motion. They fake the ball to him. Sinek wants to throw. Sinek in trouble, and Sinek is sacked in the ball game. Mac Owens, the inside linebacker, getting in there and sacks uh, Jared Sinek. That was a loss in the play. Wow. Of about, uh, what, six yards. Second down, 16 yards to go for the Tigers. But that's one thing I talked about. This offensive line is going to have to really reach deep and perform very well at the, one of the better levels that they have all season long. In this game and all the way through now, once they get into the uh, the playoffs and, and with the game in a couple of weeks, that's not a very good start there. Jared Sinek had nowhere to go, a lot of pressure. Here's Sinek, he sprints out, left side, throws the ball. It's going to be caught here by Braden Cavillage across the 50 inside Aurora territory at the 47-yard line. Why do I get the feeling this could be a shootout here tonight, Jimmy? Very well could be. That was just a great play by Sinek as he uh, took the snap, rolled over to the left side, got over here to the near side hash. Cavillage was broke out over to the numbers on this side, and he just was all alone run right by the outside linebacker. Sinek hit him in stride. Picked up a nice gain. Hastings now into Aurora territory for the first time tonight. That's the 13th reception of the season for Braden Cavillage. Matches his number he's got in his jersey. Here's a handoff now to uh, Zade Widener across the 40. Keeps moving down to the 40-yard line across the 45 to the 40. He's dropped down there. So a pickup of about eight yards on the play there. Tackle is made by Ethan Shaw for the Aurora defense. The officials tonight, we, we haven't brought them up. Uh, your old buddy... Your old roommate, uh, Rupert, and uh, Jimmy Langan and his crew is out yep, there tonight. Yep, yep, we, You talked about having a shootout. Well, we also might have uh, an interesting night with the officials. We'll see how they uh, they do this evening. So far, no flags, 
But uh, we'll see how that progresses. Nice run there by Widener. Picks up eight right up the middle. Good job by the line. Second down, two yards to go. Sinek wants to throw. Stands in the pocket. Now runs across the 40. He's at the 35. Sinek still on his feet. Down to the 32-yard line. Down to the 31. Moves his stack down to the 30-yard line. Like a big old scrum there. Tackle is made by uh, Mac Owens and others there for the Huskies. Took about five or six guys to bring him down. 8-10 to go here in the first quarter. Hastings trailing the Aurora Huskies in high school football tonight. Six to nothing is the score, but that's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Hastings has moved the ball. They're going to mark it at the 31-yard line. Hastings on the near side hash. Two wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. Two wide receivers to the left side. Sinek waiting for the snap here. Widener just to his left. Sinek backs up, surveys, throws the ball. It's going to be overthrown. Austin Nauert, the intended receiver. That one was overthrown. Back in coverage was Ethan Shaw for the Huskies defense. Well, we talked about the Hastings offense a lot, and we will continue doing that uh, through the course of the evening. But one thing that makes them so dangerous is they've got a deep threat, a couple of deep threats. They've got uh, guys you just swing it out there. Jones and Shoemaker are very dangerous guys on the outside. They don't need a very long pass to turn it into a big, big play. Shoe will be here in the slot on the left side along with Cavalich. It'll be Jones to the far side. They're going to keep it on the ground with Widener. Sweeps right side, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! He picks him up and puts him down. Zade Widener takes the ball into the end zone. A touchdown, Tigers, and we're tied up at six. Well, and again, Widener takes a handoff from Sinek off right side. Talked about how important that offensive line is going to be tonight, and they did a very good job after that sack of Sinek. They kind of regrouped. That was a big hole off right side. Widener with some tremendous speed once he gets out in the open. If he can hold on to the football, he did there. 31-yard touchdown run by Widener in the game, and now Minky into the game for the PAT to try to tie it. Well, actually, uh, it's tied up right now. Minky could put the Tigers ahead as Aurora botched on that uh, two-point conversion. Benke, 26 out of 28 on extra point tries this year. And make it 27 out of 29 as that one goes through the uprights. It is good. So he sings high. He's got the lead. Seven minutes and 42 seconds to play here in the first quarter. It's now Hastings 7, Aurora 6. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. 12-3 K-H-A-S. All right, Hastings high with the lead. That's why I like coming here. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it can't get any better than what we had last week in York. That uh, that guy at the helm running the uh, the controls, wow, he had something different every break that we came back into that was just, uh, oh, it was great. We had a, a wide range of uh, artists and songs and whatnot, but uh, great start here. Now, there's one of those short pooch kicks down to the near side of the field. Aurora fields it, and a great hit. On special teams there, that was White on the tackle for Hastings. And Hastings uh, stops Aurora there. They'll have the football inside their own 40-yard line. Daniel Elge was the guy who brought the ball back for the Huskies. And you see more teams uh, go to that little uh, pooch kick. 
it's caused some problems for a lot of teams, including some college teams we have seen this year. Exactly. I'm just going to say, I was uh, doing some stuff uh, this afternoon for Hastings College for tomorrow's game, and uh, yeah, they've had a little trouble. You got to get on the football once it goes 10 yards. All right, so here comes this high-powered Aurora offense back on. They scored. Uh, last drive in five plays, 60 yards. They'll start here at their own 37. All right, here's Shaw. He stands in the pocket, being flush. Shaw throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete. Intended receiver there is going to be uh, Jamo Herzberg. Herzberg unable to uh, make the snag on the ball there. Aurora went five plays, 60 yards for their first touchdown. The Tigers, six plays and 60 yards. We're yep. at seven to six. Extra point by the Tigers was successful. The two-point try by the Huskies was no good. Hastings with the advantage here. Second down, 10 yards to go. The ball is at the Aurora 38-yard line. Huskies working from our left to our right. They fake the handoff. Here's Shaw. Shaw across the 40. Shaw is out to the 45-yard line before he is brought down on the play there by the Tigers. Another stop is going to be Blake Davis. For uh, the Hastings High Tigers on defense, this is only the third meeting between these two teams in the last 10 years. Aurora beat Hastings in 2015, 57-9, and they beat the Tigers in the 2010 playoffs, 57-16. to So the last two meetings uh, between these two teams has not been very flashy for us. That was back when Aurora had those uh, great football teams that made runs in the state championship just about every year. And that was a year, couple of years that the Tigers were down. But the Huskies, last two meetings, really put it to Hastings High. That's a first down there, a running play for the Huskies as they move the ball up to the 48-yard line. Six minutes and 51 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Hastings with a lead over Aurora, 7-6. Three wide receivers split out to the right side. One wide receiver to the left. Ethan Shaw, quarterback, has got a man just to his right. That's Suttles. They're going to pitch the ball back to him. Suttles is going to be crushed here at the 48-yard line. Does not get back to the line of scrimmage. In fact, he lost about a half a yard in the play. Widener is over here for Hastings High on defense. Also over here is uh, Lucas Kaletic. He's a big old boy. Six foot five, 285 pounds in his senior. They're going to give him forward progress. Nice spot there, Jimmy, at the uh, 49-yard line, second down and nine. You talk about Aurora as a, as a football team as a whole. Their athletic program has been very, very good for a lot of years. I can even remember back into my high school playing days, they've always been very good. They really mimic those teams up in the Northeast. We talk about the water they drink up there. Very good players. Here's a uh, running play. That's going to be uh, Mac Owens. Owens gets the ball to the 50-yard line. And now Aurora will be looking at third down and eight yards to go. Huskies, third down efficiency right at uh, 50% coming into this ball game, and that's real good. 50% third down the conversion ratio. You don't see many teams at 50%, I'll guarantee you. Well, you got to pay attention here because we talked about Shaw. He's a great runner, but he can throw the football. He's only thrown one here tonight. But that offensive line gives him good protection. He's going to have trips out here to the right side. He'll have a receiver to the far side of the field. 5-17 left to go here in the first quarter. Tigers 7, Huskies 6. Now it was Hastings drawn off. Yep, I think we got movement on the uh, right tackle there for the Huskies. First flag of the night, by the way. That's a Gage Griffith. Don't get him started. I know it. It's, it's, it's like a faucet. 
Once they throw one flag, you can't shut the, the faucet off. Well, for anybody that's uh, listening that doesn't know what we're talking about, we was able to uh, do a Hastings High game. It was actually Grand Island Northwest a few years ago, and Roopster and uh, Jimmy Langan and the boys did the game. 37 or 38 flags is what I think I remember. That's the most we've ever done in a football game. But that's first one of the night. Ocasa Huskies 5, third and 13 now back inside their own territory. Saddles goes in motion. Here comes the blitz, and he gets the ball away across the 45, 50, 45 of Hastings High, 40 of Hastings High, 35, 30, brings it near side, 25, 20, 15, down to the 11-yard line. Wow, big play there. Hastings came with a blitz, nearly got to Ethan Shaw. He just dumps the ball away to Andrew Bell, and Andrew Bell had nobody around him. Finally, the Tigers bring him down. They're going to spot the football at the 11-yard line. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. First down, number five for the Huskies here tonight. 44 yards on the pass and catch, and so similar to what Hastings does with Shoemaker. They just swung it out to him on the far side of the field. He was the lone receiver out there, and he just run a screen right into the middle of the field. Got out of the open spot where the linebackers were blitzing. He got behind him and took it downfield first down. There's a shot, fakes the ball. He's going to run it himself around the left end across the 10-yard line down to about the 8 before he's brought down. So a pickup of about 3 yards on the play. Ethan Shaw, the dual-threat quarterback for the Aurora Huskies. So Aurora has had the ball twice, and now they're in the red zone for the second time here tonight after they scored on their opening possession, camping off a 5-play, 60-yard drive. Shaw got the first touchdown for the Huskies. Three minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Hastings 7, Aurora 6. Aurora knocking on touchdown door. Wide receiver splits out right, uh, wide to the right side. That's Jamo Herzberg. Wide receiver split to the left side of the formation. Shaw has got the ball, and he's going to hand it away. That's going to be uh, Mac Owens. Owens slips the tackle, brings it to the five-yard line, slips it all the way to the sidelines, and goes in for the score. Hastings had him wrapped up with a line of scrimmage. Somehow he got out of that uh, would-be tackler there, slips the tackle, and he takes it into the end zone for a touchdown, and the Huskies are out on top 12-7. to Owens with another touchdown on his season, that one coming from six yards out, 32 yards in this game. You score like that by a very sloppy tackling. Hastings high, you're right. They had him stopped in the hole. Two guys in black jerseys met him, didn't wrap up their arms. He's a big kid, like I said, over 200-pound running back. You're going to have to wrap him up to bring him down, but he just squirts to the outside. Nobody brought, nobody could get to him. So Aurora puts another one on, a little razzle-dazzle here. Here's a uh, half-back pass into the end zone touchdown. He threw it back to the quarterback. It was actually a double reverse thrown back to the quarterback for the two-point conversion. Is that touchdown or not a touchdown pass, but a two-point conversion thrown from Caden Phillips, who got the ball, and he threw it back to the quarterback, Ethan Shaw, Tigers all crossed up on that when there was not a man around in the end zone. The two-point conversion was good. So this is going to be the type of game that we're going to see here tonight. It could be an entertaining one. 3.25 to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a break. Aurora 14, Hastings I-7. Gary Michaels Clothiers would like to say thank you to all loyal customers during the 38th anniversary celebration. Your support means so much. During October, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant, receive a free shirt and tie, $100 value. Great selection in fits and fabrics. Check out the amazing colors in men's and ladies' fall sportswear arriving daily. Coats, sweaters, vests, and shirts all now 20% off. And all Husker wear, 25% off. Stop in and help Gary Michaels celebrate 38 years in business, downtown Hastings and Carney. 
1230 KHAS. You're listening to high school football action tonight here on 1230 KHAS online, PlatteRiverPreps.com and at HastingsLink.com. Three touchdowns in the first quarter, two by the Huskies, one for the Tigers. And here's another little pooch kick that's going to be fielded there by Hastings at the 28, across the 30, center of the field, 35-40, out to about the 42-yard line. Jet Samuelson bringing the ball back there for the Hastings high return team. The Tigers will set up in pretty good field position, first down and 10 on their own 42-yard line. That last series for Aurora, eight plays, 63 yards. So they've gone five plays and 60 yards, eight plays, 63 yards, and a two-point conversion. And the Aurora Huskies playing with a lot of confidence here in their first quarter, 14-7 to against the number one ranked team in Class B. You know, you do those uh, short pooch kicks on kickoff, you better have a good coverage team because you can give up some good yardage. Samuelson got that about the 30, brought it up, filled about 12 yards, so here's the Hastings offense. Tigers going to run the football. Trevor Sullivan into the ball game now. Angles to the left side. Sully brings the ball to about the 43. That's a pickup of two yards and a play second down. And eight yards to go. 3.06 remaining here in the first quarter. 14-7 Huskies. Tell you what, don't think you're going to the concession stand for a hot dog and you're not going to miss anything. This is, uh, I think you're right. I think this is going to be a whale of a football game. Could be a lot of points put on the board. And you've never heard this before. It could be that team that has the football last in, a, in this game. Uh, gain of two here. Second down and eight for the Tigers. Sandy wants to throw. Senek in the pocket. He winds up. He throws the ball downfield. The ball is going to be caught at the 15 down at the 10-yard line. Carson Shoemaker grabs the ball. A nice pass delivered there by Jared Senek. Big, big play. The Tigers are looking to come right back, knocking on touchdown door with 235 to play. Unbelievable. Good job by the line. They held him off. The Wolves were trying to get in there and get to Senek, but he was able to fight him off, and he rolled over to the far hash and unloaded it downfield. There is a lot of speedsters on this Aurora football team, but probably not as much to match Carson Shoemaker. He broke away from his safety, catches that one 49 yards later. It's a first and 10. First and goal here at the 10. There's a handoff to Sullivan. Sullivan to the 5. Sullivan down to the 4-yard line. Where he is brought down. Mac Owens again. And the stop for the Aurora Huskies defense. So the Tigers have come right back. Nobody's been able to stop the opposing offense here. 14-7 to 7 is the score. Aurora's had the ball twice. They have scored twice. Hastings High has had the ball once. They have scored. And now the Tigers have got the ball. In the, deep in the red zone here for the Aurora Huskies. It's second down and goal. These things with the ball down here at the four-yard line. Tigers working right to left here in the second quarter of play. Sinek waiting for the snap. He's got it. Gives it away to Sully. He spins to the two-yard line. Sully inches his way toward the goal line. And he's going to be stopped. Stopped just short of the goal line. Tigers now looking at third down. Third down and goal. The ball resting between the goal line and the one-yard line. Now for the Hastings high offense. Well, and this is a situation in a couple of games this year. Hastings has had this opportunity inside the red zone and has come away with just a field goal or a botched opportunity. They cannot do that in a game like th- uh, this tonight. Here's a Sinek. Sinek is going to fire the ball into the end zone. Caught for the touchdown. Gareth Jones grabs the ball. That's going to be touchdown number three for him. That was a one-yard touchdown pass. Probably the shortest touchdown pass that Jarrett Sinek has thrown all season long. A one-yarder 
That's 14-13. The Huskies have the lead. Ho-hum. Nothing to it. All set up on a 49-yard pass and catch to Carson Shoemaker. He got the football down at the 10-yard line. Then a good job there again by the line. They sealed everything off. Senate could go through his progressions, and he hits Jones virtually wide open in the uh, end of the end zone. So Minky onto the game for the PAT, the snap, the hold, the kick, and it is on to 12th Street, and it is good. So Hastings High coming right back. It's going to be a wild one here at Lloyd Wilson Field. You want to be on the highlights. I, I can I'm feel trying, it. I'm trying. Trying. It's getting towards the end of the year. All right. 102 to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break. Hastings is 14. Aurora 14. You're listening to Tiger Football. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We are located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. 1230 KHAS. Oh, you got to get jiggy with it when you come to Hastings High Game. Fifteen, he's going to come back to the center of the field, and he is spilled at the 16-yard line. So he did a lot of running there from the far sideline to the center of the field, and he is spilled after a one-yard return. 57 seconds to play an entertaining first quarter of play. 14-14, the Tigers and the Dogs. Really have. uh, Both teams have thrown a, uh, well, I guess that was a two-point conversion for Aurora, but uh, Seneca's got a touchdown pass. Tigers with a touchdown rush. Couple of uh, touchdown rushes from nine and six yards for Aurora, and now here comes the talented Ethan Shaw in that offense. 14-14 game inside a minute. Worst field position for either team here in the first quarter. Ethan Shaw swings the ball out here. Is going to be caught at the 20 to the 21-22 yard line. Mac Owens on the receiving end of that one. That's his third reception of the season. Mac Owens. That was a pickup there of about, what, six yards in the play. We'll call it second down and four yards to go. And the Adams Central Patriots are playing the uh, Kearney Catholic Stars tonight in Kearney. Facing St. Cecilia on the road tonight playing in Grand Island against the Central Catholic Crusaders. Second down, four yards to go. The line of scrimmage is uh, sitting at the uh, 24-yard line. Or check that 26-yard line. There's a running play. For about a yard, that's going to be Owens again carrying the ball. And now we've got a third down situation here for the Aurora Huskies. We'll see if they want to. Well, they're going to give it to him. Great spot. Yeah, they do. Wow. They give him a spot here at the 26, and that's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So they'll move the chains. Aurora is up to the line of scrimmage here with the clock sitting at seven seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Ethan Shaw waiting for the snap. He's got it. Zone read. There's a uh, running play there. As a quarterback just runs the ball up here to about the 34-yard line. A pickup there of about seven yards. So a very simple play there. And Ethan Shaw picks up about seven yards on a play. 
We'll be looking at second down and three when we come back. So the first quarter in the books here tonight, high school football. The score, Aurora 14, Hastings High 14. You're listening to Tiger Football. I came from a big city. Nebraska's different. Nebraska is one large, small town. Independent and dedicated, Maryland is a big deal in a little town like this. Dr. Zuzak is so passionate about what he does that we just knew that we were in good hands. Like, we walked in there, and it kind of felt like you walked into just a friend's house. I like to translate things into simple, everyday language. Talking with patients about what is going to happen to them, what the disease is like, you get to know them pretty well. It wasn't just about the cancer. It was about us as a family. The people. It's kind of an amazing thing to me. I think it makes me proud to be a Nebraskan. The dedication, for sure. That is true Nebraskan style and the kindness. You could not be in better hands. My name is Tom Zuzeg, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. We start the second quarter, 14-14 is a score. By the way, congratulations to Hastings High and St. Cecilia Softball. Both of those teams winning district championships today out at the Smith Complex. Both teams will play in the state softball tournament that gets underway on Wednesday here in Hastings. Here's Ethan Chow. He's going to wind up. He throws the ball down the right sideline. Oh, beautiful catch! Down there at the 25-yard line. Nice catch brought in there by the uh, Huskies. That was Settles down there. Austin Nauer drew coverage on him, was right in his hip pocket. Wow. Settles goes up and somehow gets a hand on it, controls it. Nauer can't believe it, but a big, big gain for Aurora down uh, inside uh, Tiger territory at the 23. So the Huskies have had the ball twice. They have scored twice. And now they're approaching the red zone again. They got the ball at the Hastings High 23-yard line. Shaw is going to fake the ball. He's going to run it himself. And Shaw is going to bring it for a couple of yards before he is wrapped up and thrown down on the turf. Tackle is made in there by Hastings High. Defensively coming up to make the stop for the Tigers. Was a Trevor Sullivan is into the ball game now for Hastings High on defense. A pickup of five yards in the play. Second down. Five yards to go as they move the ball down to the 19-yard line of Hastings High. Huskies now working right to left here in the second quarter of play. Aurora sitting with the ball at the 19-yard line of the Tigers, right in the center of the field. Wide receivers left and right. There's a running play. They get the ball to the 15 to the 14-yard line. Running the football there for the Huskies. It's going to be Britton. Kimbling. So Kimbling is into the ball game now as a running back. He's the third or fourth guy that we have seen here in the ball game as far as the running backs are concerned. Pick up about five yards on the play. It's going to bring up a third down situation now. Third down and about a yard to go. Ball is sitting down here at the 15-yard line. I'm Hastings High. Now they fake the ball. There's Shaw outside, 10-5, touchdown. No one touched him. They faked the ball up inside. Everybody went with uh, Mac Owens. 
And the quarterback, Ethan Shaw, pulls it out. Jimmy goes around the right end. Not a man touched him. He's into the end zone for the touchdown. And I got to watch that with the goggles on. Boy, what a play fake as he faked that to, to uh, Owens up the uh, up the middle there and just put the football off his right hip. And, boy, nobody even watched him. I, as, as he went around the corner, nobody from Hastings High even paid attention. They were focused on the inside, and he went in. You're right, untouched. 15-yard touchdown run. Now they'll line up and go for two again. Sean's going to throw the ball back here to Owens, and he's going to be stopped. He's going to be stopped there by uh, Garrett Jones at about the three-yard line. So loss of one on the two-point conversion. But Ethan Shaw gets a a 15-yard touchdown run. Again, the uh, two-point conversion is no good for the Huskies. 10-07 to play here in the first half. The score, it's Aurora 20, Hastings High 14. You're listening to High School Football. Get more than you expect. Just like Christopher Columbus, Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct are driven by a great sale. Search out your new office desk for only $89. Don't get lost. We have your queen pillow top mattress for just $289. In addition to great prices, we have up to 24-month special financing. Now that's getting more than you expect. Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct. Behind Sonic and Hastings and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. All right, that touchdown set up by the 46-yard pass from Shaw to Jacob Settles. Ethan Shaw takes it in from 15 yards out. And, boy, my scratch pad, I'm going to be looking for more uh, sheets of paper on my scratch pad. When when you get ready to do your scoring recap at the end of the night, give me the keys. I'll go fill the tank up for our trip tomorrow to Fremont because you're going to be at that for quite a while. Five drives. Five touchdowns between both teams. That one comes from six plays, 84 yards. And again, it was a 15-yard Shaw touchdown run. He's got two on the night. Aurora kicking off now. They'll kick this in a little deeper. It's going to come down to, uh, they fumbled it down on the uh, 10-yard line. Back to the 15-20, brings it up to the uh, 25-yard line. That was your, yeah, that's your buddy, uh, Zade Widener. Yeah, yeah, Zade. So, anyway, that's where Hastings will start first down and 10. This is the worst field position for the Tigers offensively. Doesn't seem to make any difference no. where you get the ball. They're going to move it right downfield. Neither defense has been able to stop the other one here in the first half. 20 to 14 is the score. Aurora's drives have been 60, 63, and 84 yards. The Tiger drive 60, 58. They're going to have to go the better part of 70. Six yards here. They've got it at their own 24-yard line. Here comes Jared Senek on the offense back out there. Senek has got the ball. Now they hand it away, and he's going to be crushed. Just he got the handoff. Widener brought down on the play right at the line of scrimmage. May have fallen forward for a yard. Remember, these are not bad defenses. Hastings High is giving up only eight points per game. Aurora, during this little four-game winning streak, they're only giving up 15 points per game. Don't look like that on the scoreboard. 20 to 14. We've got nine minutes and 35 seconds to play here in the second quarter from the Osborne Sports Complex. Second down and nine. Senek wants to throw, being flushed. Senek throws the ball, caught at the 30. Run out of bounds here at the 33 yard line. So a catch there by uh, Hastings High and run out of bounds. That's a Braden Cavillage on the reception there for Hastings. They bring the ball close to the first down stakes up here at the 34. Jimmy says good. Yeah, give it to him. That's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. 
First down number five for the Tigers. That uh, was Cavalich on the catch. We'll give him nine. Cavalich now with two catches in the game, 30 yards. And the Tigers uh, continue the march. But, uh, boy, you just you hate to be an, uh, the first offense that comes up and has to punt because, boy, you, you'll afford to get down by a couple scores the way this game's shaping up. All right, so it's first and 10. Hastings with the ball on their own 34-yard line. High snap. Sinek fumbles it off of his hands, and the Huskies say they have the ball. No indication yet down here at the 30-yard line. There it is, a fumble on Hastings. Recovered by the Huskies at the 30. The first big break of the ball game goes the way of the Aurora Huskies. Well, and you get games like this, mistakes, turnovers, uh, all kinds of things play into a football game like this. And that wasn't a terrible snap. It was a little high. But I think Sinek was already starting to read the defense, took his eyes off the ball. And when it hit his hands, it came down to the turf. And you know how that uh, oblong pig can, can go. And it bounced towards the line of scrimmage. Aurora was there. They take over at the Tiger 32-yard line. He's probably taken 5,000 snaps in that formation, Jimmy, and now he fumbles this one. First down, there's a pump. They're going to fake the ball, and now we're going to throw it down the left sideline incomplete. Intended receiver was Andrew Bell. Kind of a big pass in the first quarter of play. He has Cynic over his career. He's probably taken a jillion of those snaps that time. Like you said, I think he just took his eyes off of it a little bit, dropped it out of his hands. And the Huskies had a push in there defensively. A lot of white shirts. They plop on top of the football. So the first big break here. The dogs have the ball. They're going to spot this baby at the 32. So it's second down. Ten yards to go after the incomplete pass. Two wide receivers split to the right side of the formation. The tight end lined up to the left side. Hand off there. Busting through there is going to be Mac Owens. Owens across the 30 down to about the 27-yard line. But now the Huskies, who are very good on third down conversions this year, right around 50%, will be looking at third down at about five yards to go. They've got the ball down here at the Hastings High 28-yard line. 8.50 remaining here in the first half. Here comes Ethan Shaw back up to the line of scrimmage. Wide receiver splits out to the right side. That is Elge. Wide receiver to the left. That is Andrew Bell. Dropping back to throw a shot. He tosses the ball into the end zone, and that baby is going to be caught for a touchdown. It was deflected off of a player, and it is caught for the touchdown. That is the Settles grabbing the ball. Another touchdown for the Huskies, and it's now 26-14 Aurora. 29-yard pass and catch, and how Settles got out there virtually all alone. There was one defender in between two receivers, and the defender, I think that was Nauert down there, was able to get a finger onto it. But Settles comes up with the ball. And again, there's a mistake. You fumble the football away. A good team takes advantage of it. They score in short fashion. 29-yard touchdown pass. They'll line up and go for two. All right, so the Huskies will go for the uh, two-point conversion. I think this is uh, what they have done throughout the year because, well, they They gave us a kicker when they supplied information to us this week. Alex Peters is their kicker. He's 5 out of 10 on the extra points this year. As many points as the Huskies have scored this year, that's that's not a lot of one-point conversions. Now we're going to have a penalty here before they go for the two-point conversion. So they may elect to do something different here. Kyle Peterson, the head coach of the Aurora Huskies. The score is 26-14. Aurora has got the lead. They're sending some guys out here, and I think this is going to be the... Well, now they're going to send some wide receivers out there. 
So they'll go for the two-point conversion. They're going to go back here to about the eight-yard line and go for the two-point conversion. Shaw wants to throw. He looks right. He throws the ball. Oh, caught and then dropped at the two-yard line. He would have got in there with no problem. Yeah, that guy was wide open down there. That was Andrew Bell, wide open. Jones was really the closest Tiger, but, boy, hit him in the hands at about the one-yard line, hands by U.S. Steel. Fortunately enough for the Tigers, it drops down. But, wow, the mistake led to six for Aurora. All right, we'll take a break. Eight minutes and 30 seconds to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Aurora 26, Hastings 14. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Well, the Hastings Tigers didn't know they were going to be in a ball game tonight, Jimmy. I think they do now. 8.30 to play in the second quarter. They look up on the scoreboard, 26-14 Huskies. Well, you know how the health departments have their little dial on uh, range of risk. I was worried about this game. I had it uh, up into that uh, orange to to pink category because this is a good football team, and there's a short kickoff that's going to come to a up man at the 21. Hastings back to the center of the field, 25-30. Look out, 35-40, 45-50, 45-40, down to the 35-yard line of the Huskies. Jeff Samuelson, he's had a couple of returns here. They kicked the ball short. Samuelson is back there about uh, midway back toward the goal line. That was about a 45-yard return by Jets. Just what the Tigers needed. Great return, and they got the ball now down here at the Aurora 35-yard line. So nice return by Jet. Here comes the Hastings offense. Tigers are trailing by 12 points here in the second quarter. Tigers have stopped absolutely no one in this first half. Here's uh, Jared Sinek. Two wide receivers left and right. Sinek wants to throw, dances in the pocket, throws it, caught there. Gareth Jones has got the ball to 20, down to the 15, down to the 14-yard line. You know what this reminds me of? Arena football? Yeah, indoor arena football. <laughs> like when we used to go to Fonner Park and watch the Nebraska yeah, Danger. Yeah, or the, uh, the uh, what, Tri-City Diesel. Yeah. They were in Kearney years ago. But a good pass there. Sinek bought himself some time, rolled to the far side of the field, or the near side of the field. Jones uh, got loose at about the 25. He picks up 22 on that passing catch. Now it is in the red zone at the 13-yard line, just under eight minutes to go entertaining ball game here in Hastings. Here's uh, Sinek, fakes the ball. Sinek is going to run at 10. He's at the 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Jared Sinek. <laughs> like I said, your scoring recap is going to be very animated at the end of this uh, show. We can probably sell some spots for that. You're going to need a break just to get you a drink. But Sinek faked the handoff inside to Widener. He was crushed behind the line of scrimmage, but he pulls it out of there and takes it around left end. Broke a tackle at about the five-yard line and then takes it in from 13 yards out. So now we'll see what the Tigers do, whether they'll go for two here or they'll send Minky in for the kick. Looks like Minky's going to kick it. 26-20, wild, wild football game here. Shootout. All right, so here's uh, Minky on the field now. 
Too early to be chasing points here. Charlie says, let's just go for the uh, one-point conversion. Tigers are down by six here in the second quarter with seven minutes and 46 seconds to play. Senek waiting for the snap. He gets it down. Ball is up, and the kick is through the uprights. It is good. So the PAT is good. So the Tigers come right back and uh, score 45 seconds after the Huskies put one in the end zone. 7.46 to play. Here in the first half, the score now is Aurora 26, Hastings 21. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 1230 KHAS. We keep this up, Jimmy. We're going to wear out the CD player tonight. Yeah, Yeah, they're going to have to get a new CD, Bob, that will wear this baby out. So Hastings High, they take that drive, just two plays 35 yards after Aurora went three plays 32 yards. We have had eight drives in the football game, seven touchdowns, and now the Tigers with a short pooch to the far side of the field. They field it at the 23. Across the 25 out to about the uh, 28-yard line. Bringing the ball back was Daniel Elge for the uh, Huskies. Well, we'll see what Aurora can do here. <laughs> Nobody stopped him yet. Nobody has stopped him. They've scored every time they've had the ball. Why don't Why don't we do this real quick while we can get it in? Into the quarter stats since we're about halfway through and the totals to just keep adding up are brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. For Aurora, in the first quarter of action, they put up 140 yards of total offense to the Tigers, 124. A breaker down after this play. Aurora's out on offense. Man comes in motion. They hand the ball away, busting through there across the 30, 35, out to the 37-yard line. That is a Mac Owens carrying the ball. Mac Owens bangs off of a could-be uh, tackler and brings it across the uh, 35. York had a... Great success rushing the football last week against the Tigers. In fact, the Dukes rushed for 244 yards against uh, Hastings a week ago. About 200 of that was in the second half. Tigers had a tough time. They couldn't turn the faucet off. The water just kept running out of the spigot. That was a a nine-yard gain there by Owens out to about the 38-yard line, be second one. Man goes in motion. They fake the ball up inside. Shaw wants to throw, holds it, holds it, throws it, caught there across the 50 Inside Hastings territory, down to the uh, 45-yard line. The reception is made in there out of uh, Mitch Pachta. Pachta, 185-pound senior. That's his fourth reception of the year. That's enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Here they go again. They have moved the ball into Hastings territory. They've got the ball at the 45-yard line with 6.50 to play here in this second quarter. Wide receivers split out to the left side. Two of them go that way. One of them out to the right side. They keep the ball on the ground. Nice fake there. Shaw brings it across to 45. Quarterback keeper down to about the 43-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Sullivan on defense for the Tigers. That was a pickup of three yards on the play. Second down. 
Second down, we'll call it seven yards to go here for the Huskies with 6.24 to play. Tell you what, what all the fans and we here uh, up in the press box are seeing is a physical, entertaining offensive show. That was a big, big hit on the uh, running back Owens after they faked the handoff. But again, another great play fake by Shaw as he took it off left side, picked up positive yards, second and we'll call it seven. Here's a Shaw sprints out right side. His uh, toss is almost intercepted. Just a quick little pass there, and it's almost intercepted there by the Tigers. That was Landon Jacobitz who got his hands on it there for Hastings High. Now the Tiger fans uh, come alive here. Let's see if we can stop them on third down. Jacobitz knows what to do with it. He had a pick six in the game uh, at York a week ago, and he nearly got his big meat hook on that. Now they'll send in substitutions, three fresh bodies coming into the game for Kyle Peterson's Huskies. We're going to have three wide receivers over here on the left side. They'll have one to the right side. Looks like that formation that they dumped it off to settles and scored earlier in the game. And now we've got a little confusion. We're going to have a timeout called. Now the Huskies want to call a timeout. I don't know if they... Everybody was on the same page there. We'll take a timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. Six minutes to play second quarter. Aurora 26, Hastings 21. Lutz is proud to support Hastings High School Athletics. Lutz is an integrated business solutions firm born and raised in Nebraska with offices in Hastings, Grand Island, Lincoln, and Omaha that provides expert accounting, consulting, financial, technology, M&A, and recruiting services. For businesses or individuals seeking a partner to help energize and heighten financial and organizational success, visit Lutz.us or call today at 866-577-0780. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back at the Osborne Sports Complex. Second quarter score from Carney. Adam Central has got the lead over Carney Catholic 7-6. Second quarter score from Grand Island. Grand Island Central Catholic leading Hastings St. Cecilia 7-0. They have nothing on us. Uh-uh. Uh, six minutes to play here in the second quarter, 26-21. Now, Huskies. Kyle. Kyle Peterson, after the timeout, he's going to set up a a different play, different formation. Now they're just going to have one receiver over here to the near side. They'll have one split out to the right side. They'll have a slot and a couple of guys in the backfield for Shaw. Shaw's got the ball. He fakes it. Shaw rolls right. He tosses it. Scott settles with it. Settles is going to bring it close to the first down stakes at the 35-yard line. Did he fumble the ball? Yes, he did. Settles fumbles the ball at the 35, and the Tigers are on it. That was going to be enough for a first down. He needed seven. I think he picked up nearly eight. But he he took a defender on the far side of the field. I think that was Nauert. That was his area and made a big shot. I didn't think the ball would come out of there, but that was right over on uh, on O'Rupert's side. He, he's got some – ate a lot of carrots to watch that one drop down to the turf. But Hastings comes up. That's the second turnover of the night. Now Hastings high. Gets the uh, opportunity to make something happen out of this turnover. 5.52 left to go here till halftime. 26-21, Huskies. That's the first time that we actually stopped Aurora from scoring. Here's a Senek. He takes a shot, throws it down the right sideline, incomplete. Now it was the intended receiver. Senek took a shot there from some defenders. I think the Tigers... 
are going to be penalized there. There's a flag down in the center of the field. So we're going to have a penalty flag down. I think this is going to be going against the Tigers. So Hastings High got what they needed. They got a turnover. They stopped the Huskies, stopped the bleeding for the time being, but now they have a penalty on the very first play. It's going to be a holding call against the Hastings High. When penalties are going to play so big in a game, you've already seen how this thing's going to play out. It's going to be a wild shootout. You just really don't want to get behind the sticks too far as uh, Hastings uh, gets hit with a 10-yarder here. So now it's going to be first and 21. That should be first and 20 at the 23-yard line here. Clock at 545. Here's a Seneke who throws the ball again. It's going to be caught at the 35 to the 37-yard line. So it gets the penalty yardage back. As he brings the ball back up to the 37, Braden Campbellage on the receiving end of that one. Tackle is made by Brady Collingham, the safety for the Aurora Huskies. So second down now for Hastings. Second down, we'll call it seven yards to go. Nice pass completion there. They get all the penalty yards and the penalty penalty yardage back, and then some. Hastings with the ball at their own 37. There's a Seneca he wants to throw across the middle. It's going to be tipped, and it's going to be intercepted. Settles with the interception. It was tipped high in the air. Settles just waited for that baby to come down. He grabs the ball at the Hastings High 48-yard line. Second turnover on the first half for the Tigers. And that's only the fourth interception of the season for Jarrett Seneca. Well, Seneca with a strong arm was trying to jam that into Nauer right at midfield. And again, it was such a heater. Now it wasn't able to get his hands cleanly on the football, and it bounced in the air, and, boy, there was a lot of traffic around when that ball came down. So the Tigers with their second turnover. Now Aurora comes back out. They've got it at the Tiger 48-yard line. You can't give the Huskies uh, chances here. Here's uh, Owens. He busts through there. Look at the hole. He's gone across the 45, across the 40. He stumbles forward down to the 38-yard line. That was a pickup of about 11 yards in the play. Jet Samuelson in the stop for the Hastings High defense, but that's enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. First, first down number eight for Aurora here tonight. Huskies can score from anywhere in the field, Jimmy. <laughs> you, you don't feel comfortable no matter how much time they got left. No, again, you just can ill afford to get down by a couple of scores. It's just hard to crawl back into this one, especially if you're going to turn the football over. Two for Hastings, one for Aurora. That was an 11-yard gain by Owens. Gets it down to the 38. We're at 434 and counting till half. Here's a pitch back here. Kemling has got the ball as he moves it across the uh, 35 down to about the 33-yard line. So Britton Kemling carrying the ball there for the Huskies. A pickup of about five yards on the play. Second down, five yards to go. 426 to play. Tell you what, when you get a game like this, you get a lot of action, a lot of up and down the field. Buddy Rupert might take off some pounds tonight. <laughs> he's yeah. kind of packed her on. He's been running up and down over there, doing doing a pretty good job so far. And the officiating crew doing very nice. Only two penalties in the game, letting the boys play. Second down and five here for the Huskies. There's Shaw's going to hand the ball away, spinning at the line of scrimmage and moving that pack forward. That's a Mac Owens. Good, tough, hard run there by Mac Owens as he moves the ball out of the 25. That's another first down here, another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. That is the ninth of the night for Aurora, and uh, Mac Owens starting to have a, uh, a big night here. That's going to be nine carries for Owens and 67 yards, so starting to build up some 
some good yardage, but boy, he gets a lot of yards after contact. Again, big, big boy, 6'3", about 220. Tough guy to bring down. This just in, I think uh, there's going to be a new member to the postseason party here. Here's a pitch back to uh, Kimling. He gets outside down the sideline, 25-20, down to the uh, 15-yard line, run out of bounds there. Going to bark the ball at the 14. Yeah, late entry into our uh, our <laughs> postseason party. Uh, expect the Aurora Huskies to be around for a while. Did you think that was not going to be the case? I didn't know. This is a tradition-rich football program. You know, you can you can be down for a year or two. You can't keep them down for a long time. Again, they've got a, a tremendous youth of football program over there. They start them out young, and, boy, they develop, and they start plugging them in as they get up into the high school years. And uh, they've got another dandy squad. Kyle Peterson, again, has done a great job over in Aurora. There's a handoff straight ahead again. That's uh, Owens with the ball. Owens moves it down to... Close to the 10-yard line. Of course, uh, Roar has been playing in Class C-1 for the past uh, four years. So that's why we haven't heard too much about him uh, as far as uh, the Hastings I teams are concerned. Hastings has only played Aurora. This is their third meeting in the last 10 years. I, I thought that was kind of strange, but then you got to think Adam Central has been up there playing the yeah, Huskies. It's been Adam Central up there. Yeah, that's exactly right. We've, i got to chuckle the First thing to come to my mind there was the uh, playoff game in Aurora when it was deathly cold that night. There's a handoff to uh, Kimling. He slips one tackle. Kimling takes the ball down to about the five-yard line. Here the Tigers had him. Landon Jacobus had his hands on it there, but he can't bring him down. Kimling takes the ball down to the five. Yeah, we were at Aurora for a uh, playoff football game between Adams Central and the Huskies, and they stuck us on the roof on the of the, uh, the press box, the old press box there at their Aurora Sports Complex, and it was about uh, 20 degrees below zero. Yeah, it was the, the high for the day was below zero, <laughs> and then the wind. It was awful. Aurora very quick to the line of scrimmage. They're going to hand the ball up uh, straight ahead, and they just take the ball close to the goal line. They're into the end zone for the score. They take the ball into the end zone for a score. Hastings with no answer for uh, Mac Owens as he takes it in from a couple of yards out. The Huskies, Hastings has given up 32 points here in the first half. Well, and Owens uh, and also Shaw now with two touchdown runs in the game. And that one there, Hastings had penetration, met him right at the line of scrimmage, but they were very quick underneath of it like they are here on this two-point conversion. They're going to run the option play. Pitchback comes to Kimbling. He crashes forward. The two-point conversion is good. Two-point conversion is good. And Hastings has a lot of work to do, Jimmy, uh, on defense in the locker room. If we can get there here at uh, halftime. Two minutes and five seconds to play here in the first half. We'll take a break with a score. Aurora 34, Hastings 21. New View Real Estate of Hastings is family-owned and operated with over four decades of real estate experience. Ann, Dana, Connie, and Dee would love to help your family with all of your real estate needs. Whether you're buying or selling, New View Real Estate of Hastings can help you make your move and offer you full-service affordability. Stop by 1239 North Burlington in Hastings or contact us at newviewofhastings.com or on Facebook at New View Real Estate of Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, I would have never expected this. 34-21, 
is the score, and we're still in the first half with two minutes and five seconds to play. We've done eight-man playoff games. It's, uh, I think, even worse than uh, the eight-man eight man games. Boy, it's just up and down the field. 55 points put on the board. We're at uh, essentially the two-minute warning. Aurora into the football. They'll squib it over to the far side. Samuelson's over there. Goes out of bounds. So everybody's got a chance to take a deep breath and regroup, but the Tigers down by a couple scores. They have got to protect the football now. Now we got a penalty flag going to go against Aurora. So well, they kicked it out of bounds. So uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, see what Hastings High can do here with a couple of minutes. We know they can score from anywhere on the field, but uh, boy, they just uh, can ill afford to turn the football over. An interception and a fumble here tonight. Yeah, that last touchdown uh, followed a interception. In fact, Aurora has scored on. Both turnovers so far. So here comes the uh, Hastings High offense back out here from the 35-yard line. Senek is going to be hit, and down he goes. He is sacked and thrown down back here. Busting through there was Aaron Jividen. Jividen, a 265-pound junior. That is his second sack of the season, and Senek had no chance on that one, a big, big loss. Well, and again... Aurora's been able to get into, did I see a penalty flag in the secondary? Not. Nah, We've got a timeout. Over there, we got a timeout. But again, uh, that offensive line is crucial in this game. They've done a pretty good job, but there's been a couple instances they broke down that one there. That was a huge loss for Sinek and the Tigers. Timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings to get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll take a break. You're listening to Tiger Football. in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around, and the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop, from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings, because quality matters. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, high school football tonight on 1230 KHAS from the Osborne Sports Complex. 34-21 is the score. Tigers are down by 13. Here's Sinek, quarterback draw. Sinek is hit, breaks away, gets into the 30. Sinek still on his feet, dancing his way. 32-33, 34-yard line, and down he goes. So, Jared Sinek on quarterback draw, brings it close to the 35. They're going to mark her down between the 34 and 35. We're down to 90 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Tigers looking at a third down now. Third down and 10. Senek throws the ball out here. Shoemaker grabs the ball and Shoe is going to be hit and down he goes right at the line of scrimmage. No gain in the play. That was a uh, nice job there. I think it was Kemling over here making the stop for the Aurora Huskies. Boy, they had that baby. They had that baby all Figuring out there as soon as they grab the ball. They've seen that on game film a yep. time or two. Now we got a timeout again. Timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. You get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. Take a break. 110 to play second quarter. Aurora 34, Hastings 21. This is Bob from BB Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, 
Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. 1230 KHAS. High school football coverage tonight here on 1230 KHS online, com, also at HastingsLink.com. Here's a, a punt by Hastings High. Braden Cavillage into the football, high kick. It's going to bounce at the 15-yard line. Tigers are down here. Bounces around along the 15. That's it's me down down here. So it's going to be a roar of ball. You still get kind of an oozy feeling, Jimmy. You still got 59 seconds to go. First punt of the night by either team was right there, and uh, Cavalry's doing a great job. You want to try to put Aurora as far away from that goal line as you can, but they have virtually scored anywhere on this football field. They've done it from an 80, 84 yards out, 60, 63, 48. They had it at the Tiger 32-yard line, and Kyle Peterson ain't going to call the dogs off. They're huddling up over on the far sidelines. No, they don't call the dogs off in Aurora. Not, not at Aurora. The we, dogs. We, we've seen. Yeah. We've seen the dogs score a lot of points. Yes, they can, and we'll see uh, what, what they call here. They'll have three wide receivers to the far side of the field. One single receiver. That's Owens, right off the left hip of Shaw, and he'll call his own number. Yep, he's going to run it himself down the to the twenty. Brings it to the sideline, twenty-five. He is ducked out of bounds here, at about the thirty-yard uh, line. Isaiah Henry over here making the stop for. Hastings high. But that's uh, going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So a running play at Nets 10 plus. First down and 10 for the Huskies. Aurora working from our right to our left here in the uh, second quarter of play in a 34-21 ball game. 94 yards down on the ground in the second quarter. They had 87 in the first quarter. And the quarterback Shaw has thrown for 100 and. 67 yards unofficially in the first half. Shaw again is going to call his old number, and this time he's going to be met in the backfield, and down he goes. Kalanick in there for a Hastings high to bring him down. That was a loss of two yards in the play. I think the dogs are going to be with content with taking a 13-point lead into the locker room over the number one ranked team in Class B, the Hastings high Tigers, in a very entertaining first half. 55 points. One punt, three turnovers between the two teams. It's a good thing they got all the bulbs replaced in the scoreboard. Well, I think we're going to need them. Oh, goodness. All right, we're down to 14 seconds to go. Aurora up to the line of scrimmage now in second down and 12 yards to go. And uh, Shaw is just going to take a knee back here at the 25-yard line, and that's going to be all she wrote. So first half is in the books here tonight, and the Hastings defensive staff... They've got a uh, lot of work to do here at halftime. Halftime high school football action here tonight. We'll take a break with a score. Aurora 34, Hastings 21. You're listening to Tiger Football. September is National Preparedness Month, and Hastings Utilities is continuing to help your family stay prepared for all types of disasters. If appliances like a stove, furnace, or hot water heater are damaged in a tornado or other storm, deadly carbon monoxide may be released into the air. Evacuate as soon as possible and immediately call to have the natural gas supply turned off until repairs are made. Hastings Utilities a municipally-owned utility serving the community of Hastings and the surrounding area with reliable, dependable utility service. 
The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles, good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Hi, this is Brent from Keys Pharmacy here in Hastings. By now you've heard of CBD. At Keys Pharmacy, we have professional-grade farm-to-pharmacy CBD oils and salves. CBD products can be used for pain, anxiety, and insomnia. We even have CBD products safe for your pets. And we're here to answer any questions you might have about our professional-grade CBD products. Stop in to see us at Keese Pharmacies, your friendly pharmacies in Hastings, downtown or at Keese Medical Park. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Russ's Market at 7th and Burlington in Hastings. Russ's Market is your one-stop shop. From a bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, remember Russ's Market in Hastings, because quality matters. Hi, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Where do we start? Halftime. Huskies have got the lead over the Hastings High Tigers. The score is 34-21. to it was at the end of the first quarter, as we uh, go back and look here, it was a 14-14 ball game after one. And it's now uh, 34-21 in favor of the Aurora Huskies here at halftime. Nobody could stop the other team here in the first half. Aurora scored first on a nine-yard run from Ethan Shaw. They missed a two-point conversion, six to nothing. Huskies had the lead. Hastings comes back. Zade Widener on a 31-yard run. Hastings hit the uh, point after to make it a 7-6 ball game. Huskies got the ball back. Eight plays, 63 yards. Mac Owens went in from six yards out to make it a 14-7 ball game after they hit their two-point conversion. And the Tigers, they came back with a big play, a 49-yard pass from Sinek to uh, Carson Shoemaker to set up their second touchdown of the night as Sinek throws a one-yard touchdown pass from Sinek uh, to Gareth Jones, 14-14 to after the first quarter. So he kept on going in uh, the second quarter of play. Huskies got a 46-yard pass from Shaw to Jacob Suttles to uh, set up their third touchdown of the night. It came from 15 yards out. Ethan Shaw ran it in. The two-point conversion was no good. Huskies had a 20-14 to 14 lead. Hastings High then fumbled a snap. Aurora got the ball at the Hastings 32. Three plays later, Shaw connects with uh, Jacob Suttles on a 29-yard touchdown pass. Two-point conversion was no good. 26-14, to 14, Huskies had the lead. Jared Sinek comes back after a nice return on the kickoff. Sinek, two plays later, Capped off a two-play 35-yard drive with a 13-yard run. Point after was good, 26-21. Hastings trailed, and the Huskies then got an interception, and they got good field position. They ran it in from four yards out. Mac Owens took it in for the touchdown for Aurora. Two-point conversion was good. And, boy, that's the way we stand here at halftime, Jimmy, 34-21. 
Huskies have got the lead over the Tigers. And both teams are ready to come out of the locker room. It took you that long to go through that. I can't wait for the end of the game. I see the coaches' staff. They finally went into the locker room, the Hastings High staff, over here talking things over. Usually they've got uh, a little more air to breathe at halftime, but, boy, they don't hear. They've got their hands full with the Aurora Huskies here in this football game. A lot of big numbers put up already in this first half of action, and it's not guys in the black. Halftime stats are brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. We talked about Aurora. They have scored on five of their eight offensive drives here in this first half. They have been very, very impressive. Again, this is a team that's four and two coming in. They played North Platte, a Class A opponent, first game of the season. That was put together because of a COVID issue with uh, one of the opponents. I can't remember exactly whether it was North Platte's opponent or a uh, uh, Aurora opponent. I believe it was a North Platte opponent. Anyway, they got together and North Platte just edged Aurora in that football game. And then they lost the, the next game to Bennington, but then they've rattled off a bunch and they are, uh, they are as advertised for the Huskies in that first half. The uh, quarterback Shaw was eight or 12 passing. He threw for 163 yards and a touchdown. The Huskies rushed it 29 times for 159 yards, so 322 of total offense in the first half of action. Ten first downs for Aurora. Aurora run 41 offensive plays to Hastings High's 20. They doubled them up on plays here in the first half. Individual leaders in the first half, Mac Owen, 11 carries, 76 yards, and two touchdowns. Ethan Shaw is thrown for 163. He's run for 78. 11 carries matching his counterpart in Mac Owen, and he also has two touchdowns in the football game. And Jacob Settles, he's had a pretty good game. Three catches, 82 yards, and a touchdown from 29 yards out. That's a ho-hum. That rounds out Aurora's statistics at the halftime mark. For Hastings High in the uh, first half of action, Jared Sinek not uh, throwing the football a whole lot. The, again, the Tigers only with 20 offensive plays. 6-9 passing, 115 for Sinek. He's got a pick and a touchdown in the first half. The Tigers with 11 carries and just 67 yards on the ground. So 182 total on 20 offensive plays and seven first downs. Rushing leaders, Zade Widener, three carries, 40 yards. He's got a touchdown. Sinek has five carries and 17 yards. And your receiving leaders in the first half is uh, Braden Cavillage. He's got uh, three catches, 43 yards. Garrett Jones has two catches, 23 yards. Jones with a touchdown, that one from one yard out. And Carson Shoemaker, two catches and 49 yards. So, again, uh, like you like to say, a lot of wood to chop. Tigers in for a ball game. This ought to be a whale of a second half coming up. 504 total yards between the two teams here in the first half of play. 34-21 is our score. The uh, Huskies have got the lead over the Hastings High Tigers. We'll take a break for Russ's market. When we come back, we'll chat with Hastings College head football coach Tony Harper as our halftime show continues right after this. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. 
At Ross's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around, and the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Ross's Market is my one-stop shop, from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Ross's Market in Hastings, because quality matters. Back at halftime as we spent a couple of minutes with Hastings College head coach Tony Harper. Broncos will come off of a kind of a unplanned bye week last week. They are on the road tomorrow playing in Fremont against Midland University. Coach, uh, we play a little bit. We get a week off. We play. We've got a week off. Hey, this is a tough part of the season for us. Crazy times, isn't it? Crazy times that we're in. But, it, you know, it's, it, we prepared the guys for this, you know, the best that we possibly could. You know, you, but you can only say something so many times until you got to go through it. Because we talked to the guys, hey, you never know when your last game is going to be your last game. And I always refer to our women's basketball team in the national championships last year. They didn't know. I mean, they hadn't even played their game, but they're down there. So you never know when you're going to lose it, especially in today's time. And But our guys did a really good job, a really good job of staying focused and uh, getting in and doing what they needed to do. Yeah, in fact, we had a, a real good week of practice and preparation for this ball game. So uh, how tough is it for a player to – play a week, have a week off, play a week, and like next week we get, we got a regular bye week next week. I think in today's age, it's extremely tough because it's not like it was when you and I was going to school. You know, we didn't have the cell phones. We didn't have all this other rigmarole that we could do. We just went and we did what we were supposed to do. Nowadays, they can just get on and do all these different things. And There's so many distractions that the guys have to, to, to block out and have a sniper's focus in everything that they do. So it's extremely tough, and especially when – you don't really know what the next day is going to bring, you know, and, and uh, that's we've just we've just tried to stay in open communication and being upfront and honest with the guys. All right, Hastings sitting at one and two on the season. I think a big ball game tomorrow at Midland. Big game, big game. Very disappointed uh, with the record that we have right now, like a lot of people are, but uh, proud of how the guys are competing. You know, that second game against Concordia, they're still undefeated. I thought that was there for us to take. We obviously didn't. Um, we did not coming out. F- come out fast of the gate last week against Doan, um, which caught us. You know, we weren't built to, to make that comeback, and then we didn't make plays at the end. So this is a big game. Yes, it is the next game. So the next game is always the biggest game. I'll let other coach speak. But this is a big game for us to see where our young guys are at and how we focused with all the different things going on. You know, Midland hasn't had a week off. They've been playing bang, 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 bang. How have we prepped mentally last week? How have we prepped physically last week to get better? Um, so, you know, it's to give the guys confidence um, to come out and play fast tomorrow. Against Doan, gave up uh, way too many yards rushing. I think it was at 333 against the Tigers. And then we turned the ball over four times on offense, and usually that's going to spell defeat. You ain't going to win no game if you give up that many yard on the ground, and you definitely ain't going to win no games when you when you turn the ball over four times. Three of them um, was within our offense. The fourth one was on special teams. And, uh, you know, we knew it as soon as it has. And it's a guy trying not to make a mistake. You know what? Don't worry about that. We got to go on and be a, be the aggressor. But, uh, yeah, you know, our goal defensively is to give up no more than 150 yards on the ground. If we feel like we do that, then we feel like we're going to be successful. Well, they doubled it. You know, they doubled it, and uh, we got to be able to be, play better and tackle on defense. So what was the problem with the defense against the Tigers? Wrong gaps, wrong fits, linebackers platoon a gap, missed tackles. You know, those are the two biggest ones. They had a touchdown run that we blitzed right into. We didn't make the tackle. It was a one-on-one play. Their guy beat our guy. Another big one on third and short when they bumped that thing outside, he went for a big touchdown run. I think it was like 60-yard touchdown run. We put a linebacker and a D lineman in the same gap. Can't do those little things. Got to be smart. Got to transfer what you did throughout the week and in the meetings to what you're doing on Saturday. And uh, that's what happened to us. Those are correctable uh, things for us. They are very correctable. 
And you could know, and, and, and the reason is you say it's correctable because, you know, you're looking at a situation where, okay, it's just one gap over. You know, it's about talking to the guys. You know, the one guy that was the linebacker that put in the in, fit the gap with the defensive end, he's a sophomore. He hadn't played much for us at all, you know, so we can fix that. What you can't fix is attitude and effort. And we got the good attitude, we got the good effort, but now we got to coach it up within the scheme. All right, what about Midland? They're big, they're fast, they're physical. It's Midland of Midland. You know, Coach Jamrock's done a great job recruiting. Um, he's got a lot of transfers on that team. They got a D2 transfer that starts at O-line. They got a D1 transfer that starts at linebacker. They do a very, very good job. They're physical. I mean, this is old school Nyack now. You know, Hastings and Midland, Hastings and Concordia, Hastings and Doan. It's going to be a physical football game, and whoever's left standing is going to be winning the game. All those games usually are about the same thing, aren't they? <laughs> Reestablish the line yeah. of scrimmage. No doubt about it. They want to run the football. They do. And uh, you keep hammering in. You're 100% right. You know, we got to stop the run. We got to keep them behind the chains. We got to make them one dimensional. But their running back, he's as good as any of the other two that we've seen already this year. And I know that's saying a lot because the guy at Concordia, in my opinion, is an All American. Um, but it's a little bit of a different of a scheme where those guys are more inside outside. This guy's more of a power O, O power cage type of guy. Um, and they got a quarterback that can run the football as well. They've actually used about two or three different quarterbacks through the first uh, three ball games. They've settled kind of on this uh, River Walker guy. Kind of talk about him. Well, I'll tell you what, number one, that's a great name. That, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one. The thing that he brings, like I said, is he can run around, but he is he's not what you think of when you think of a quarterback that can get out and run. You know, you think about the little 5'10 guys, 108, Jesse Ulrich type of guys, you know, a little bit smaller, a little bit less in weight. This guy's bigger. He's got a little bit more thickness to him, so he's tough to bring down. I look back to the old school Sioux Falls days when Dax Machelaney and all those guys were around. Um, now, I'm not saying he's like that, but that's kind of the body type that he is. He's a big physical. And another thing, he's a lefty. So how we set our front and do those different things uh, will be affected by that. And what about the defense? I mean, it's big. It's fa- I mean, everything I just said about their offense is what their defense is, but here's where they, here's where they make their hay up front, their front four. They get after. They don't bring a lot of pressure. They twist. They do some movements with their defensive line and allow their linebackers to flow. Their corners are very sound in their man coverage, and their safeties are very aggressive in the run fits. Special teams going to be a real big factor in this ball game. We come out, we expect to play and, and compete offensively and defensively. This thing's going to come down to special teams. That's what it's going to come down to. And in personal opinions, I think this is one of the best coach special teams unit in the entire conference. Coach Jamrock, I know that's kind of what he does. He's in charge of it. Swinging gate on PATs. Shifting and motion and moving around and fake punting on punt pro. Their punt return group, they're going to come after you, and then they're going to drop everybody. So you got to keep your eyes up and understand and see what's happening as the play develops. Big keys for us tomorrow. Well, I mean, third down, we talked about it. All right, red zone. So it's the normal things, all those things. Here's what's going to come down. Who can run the football? Who can run the football? Who can push the tempo? Because they're going to push the tempo on us too. Who can weather the storm? That's what it's going to come down to. And then you get into the fine tune. You can't turn the ball over. Whoever turns the ball over the most is going to is going to lose this football game. Whoever can cause the turnovers should be in a position to be successful. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Tony Harper, head coach for Hastings College. Air time tomorrow will be at 12 o'clock noon. Kickoff will be at 1 in Fremont. Hastings playing at Midland tomorrow. You'll hear it on 1230 KHAS. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by Russ's Market at 7th and Burlington in Hastings. Russ's Market, because quality matters. 
Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to local high school sports. KHAS Radio. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. Twelve thirty, KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex at halftime. The score is 34-21. The Huskies have got the lead. Yeah, we told you earlier that the Hastings High softball team, the St. Cecilia softball team, will be playing in the state tournament beginning Wednesday out here at the uh, Smith Complex. Hastings High won the district championship. This is their sixth straight district title. They beat Crosstown rival Adams Central today. Scores of 12 to nothing and 10 to 3. So the Tigers will be playing in the Class B state tournament this week. AC St. Cecilia, they beat Freeman to win the uh, district championship. So the Hawkettes will play in the Class C state tournament. St. Cecilia beating Freeman by scores of 13 to 3 and 14 to 5 today. We'll have coverage from the uh, state tournament in softball coming up uh, next week here on 1230 KHAS. Aurora's going to kick off. Hastings High has it go through their fingertips all the way back inside the 10-yard line. you got to pick that up. They do. It's back to the uh, 15-yard line, and that's where he's going to be brought down. Well, you're looking for uh, something maybe to spark you here to begin the second quarter or the second half. That's not the way to do it, and Hastings High will... Starting a hole here. First down and 10 on their own 15-yard line. Now you, they squib kick it over to the right side. It causes so many problems for football teams. It is just amazing. But it goes through the hands of Samuelson. And then uh, Shoemaker's got to pick it up on a short hop around the 10. And he had nowhere to go. Climb into the fuselage and hang on. We're ready for a big ride. All right. He seems working right to left here in the second half of play. Sinek drops back to throw. Winds up. He throws the ball downfield. And it's going to be intercepted. Intercepted to the 35. Huskies back to the 40, across the 45 to the 47-yard line. Second interception of the game here for uh, Jaron Sennett. He just threw that one as far as he could, Jimmy, and it was a little underthrown and was picked off there by the Huskies. Threw it a long way. Carson Shoemaker, the intended receiver back there, but he kind of turned one direction, then turned around. I don't know whether he lost it in the lights or what happened. He's dejected as he comes to the sidelines, but again, a... uh, a big arm on Cynic, but that's two picks tonight, and you can't have that in these type of games. And now you give this explosive offense to football at their own 48-yard line. Let's hope the uh, coaching staff, the defensive coaching staff, has got something figured out here at halftime. There's a running play there. Mac Owens brings the ball inside Tiger territory down here at the 46-yard line. I did see something that uh, Tiger faithful is not going to like. Blake Davis... On the sidelines right down in front of us. Got his arm in a sling, shoulder pads off. He's done for the night. Wow. That's the uh, second major injury on the uh, Tiger defense. Max Johnson, we lost him a couple of weeks ago. He is out for the season as well with a uh, ACL injury. There's a uh, running play there. That's going to be Owens again. That time the Tigers stand him up in the hole. 
No gain in the play. In fact, they, they dropped him for a yard loss. Third down now for the Huskies. Third down and five yards to go. High school football here tonight has been an entertaining ball game so far between a couple of heavyweights in Class B, the Hastings High Tigers and the Aurora Huskies. 34-21 is the score. Aurora has got to lead. The Tigers are undefeated on the season. Off to their best start since 1993 when they won the Class A state championship. They're in trouble here tonight. Here's uh, Shaw rolling right side. He throws the ball. It's going to be overthrown. Here on the near sideline, the ball is uh, overthrown. Incomplete pass, and that's going to bring up a fourth down, and I don't know if the Huskies know how to punt. (laughs) Well, their punter is their do-it-all guy, Ethan Shaw. He's averaging 32 yards a punt, but I don't know how many times he's actually had to punt this season. And no, they're not going to. No, they're not going to. You should have known better than that. They'll go for it here on fourth and four. The ball at the Tiger 46-yard line. We'll see what Kyle Peterson draws up. A couple receivers to our side, one to the far side of the field. Now they get in the Tigers, trying to get them to jump. There's a lot of dancing up on the line. Well, a signal to play in from the far side. They're going to go for it here on fourth down and four. They fake the ball inside. Here's a Shaw. Oh, he's hit at the 43-yard line. He didn't make it. He is blasted at the 43-yard line. He did not make it, so... The Huskies will turn it over on downs, and that might be the momentum boost that the Tigers needed. A lot of spark. They faked the handoff up the inside to Owens, and then Shaw just kept it off his right hip, went around the corner. He was met by a couple of Tigers, but he was looked like he was going to get free to get to the stakes. And, wow, Bo Dreer comes up and makes a big, big hit. Stops him about a yard short, so now the Tigers will take over at their own 43-yard line. Now we got a, a little defensive struggle here to start the half. All right, Sinek and the offense back out there. Sinek fakes the ball. Sinek breaks away from pressure, runs it across the 45, spins at the 50, still on his feet inside Aurora territory down to the 46-yard line. A pickup of about 11 yards on the play. Quarterback scramble there for Jared Sinek. Eighth first down for the Tigers on the night, and, boy, you just feel the electricity coming to life here with the student body really getting behind their Tigers there. A good run by Sinek. He's made some mistakes here tonight, a couple of picks in the football game, but that one there, he is all on his legs as he picked up a nice game across the big red H there at Lloyd Wilson Field. First and 10 for Hastings with the ball at the Aurora 45-and-a-half-yard line. Two wide receivers split out to the right side. Two wide receivers to the left. One running back in the backfield there with Sinek. High snap. Sinek goes back to pick it up at the 45-yard line and falls on it. Another miscue. So we've had two turnovers and now a high snap that Sinek was fortunate to get back on the ball. But that was a huge loss all the way back to the Hastings High 44. Yeah, picks up 11, loss of 10 there. They'll bring the football back to the 44-yard line. And again, the the loss of Justin Musgrave, he was the snapper in the early part of the season. He's no longer there due to an injury. And that one there, that was way over the head of Sinek. Just fortunate to get back on the football. Second down, 20 yards to go. Hastings Iowa will keep the ball on the ground across the 45. That's uh, Sullivan with the ball as he moves it to the 49-yard line before he is spun down there on the play. That's... Uh, Bell coming up to make the stop there for the Aurora Huskies. Andrew Bell making the tackle there for the Huskies. But the Tigers still uh, behind the chains. Third down and 15 yards to go. The ball is sitting at the 49-yard line of Hastings. 
One guy that has been really quiet tonight, Austin Nauert. No receptions here in this football game. It's been it's been tough going for all the receivers. They have really had them blanketed up tonight. Third and 15. It's uh, Sinek dropping back to throw. His pass is going to be low. That's a nice catch made down here at the 37-yard line. Jones hauls it in. He's going to be a couple of yards shy of a first down. He took that one right off of the uh, turf, Jimmy. I didn't know if uh, that touched the ground or not, but the official right there says, yes, that's a completed pass. That one's fourth down. Fourth down and two yards to go. Hastings with the ball down here at the Aurora 37-yard line. They'll go for it. Sinek calling the signals here. Guys uh, dancing around. Sinek now coming over to get uh, some final words from uh, Charlie Shoemaker, who is yelling out here from the sideline. He's still got to 10 seconds on the play clock. Sinek looking over the defense. Fourth down, two yards to go. Sinek has got the ball. Sinek dances in the pocket, looks right, comes back left. He's got room, 35-30. Sinek on his feet, 25, bricks outside, 20, 15, 10-5. Touchdown, Hastings. Sinek takes it in from 38 yards out. Boy, and a great job there by the Hastings high offensive line, giving Sinek the opportunity to go through his progressions. He had five guys split out, and he was looking to go downfield. Shoemaker was kind of the guy he had eyed up, and he was covered up again. They have done a great job in the secondary on these Tiger receivers, and Sinek just takes it off left side, does a couple of jitter steps about the 35-yard line. Sinek with some sneaky speed, takes it in from 38 yards out, and we are into a real tight ball match now. All right, here comes the extra point by Minky. He drills that one through the pipes. The PAT is good by Minky. Hasting scores first here in the second half of play. We'll take a break with a score, Aurora 34, Hastings 28. You're listening to Tiger Football. Hats Auto Repair and Towing in Hastings is still open and ready to serve you with all services and new added services. Hats Auto is abiding by all CDC guidelines and can still pick up and deliver your vehicle. And if you need your gas tank filled, groceries delivered, or a pharmacy prescription picked up, Pats will also do that for no added fee when returning your vehicle. For more info on any of these services or to schedule a vehicle service, call Pats Auto today at 402-463-9607. That's 463 463- 9607. 12.30 KHAS. I hope I hear this song a lot here tonight. That means something good has happened. Yeah, that means uh, Tigers have got it in the end zone. Well, I tell you what, key play on that last drive was that pick off the carpet from Gareth Jones. He picks up 14 yards. He's got 37 yards on three receptions. That was a key catch in that series. There's a ball that's going to be uh, handled down there at the 15-yard line. And the Tigers are down there to bring him down. Again, they try that little pooch kick, and they just find an area where there's not a lot of guys there, and you got you got to grab the ball. And by that time, you got some speedy guys on the, your team. You're down there. If you can hit a low liner with a lot of spin on the football, and that's what Menke did, it was Settles had to come over and try to pick that one up, but the ball bounces funny on this turf, and he gets it, but by that time, the speedsters, the gunners on the outside for the Tigers were down there, and Aurora takes over at their own nine-yard line. All right, so here comes the Shaw. Ethan Shaw, the quarterback, stands in the pocket, throws it. There's a ball that's going to be delivered low. Incomplete pass. Incomplete pass. 
Well, it's been uh, few and far between incomplete passes tonight for Ethan Shaw. He is, uh, as advertised, I can see why colleges have started to reach out to this young individual and try to get him to come their way. He has thrown for 163 yards. He's thrown for one touchdown. But what makes him so dangerous, you don't know if he's going to throw it or pass it. He's fast and can run. He's run for almost 100 yards here tonight. Huskies look at a second and 10. They swing the ball out of the backfield. And that's settles. And that was not uh, very successful. Got a couple of yards in a play, but Aurora is now looking at third down. Boy, this is huge. You talk about third down plays in a football game. And as you get into the second half, they are very important. A lot of stuff comes into play, turnovers and mistakes. Right now, the Tigers got the mow on their side. This would be a huge third down play to get off the field. Yeah, we'd get great field position, too. Third down here. Tiger fans come alive right below us. Third down and seven. Shaw being pressured. Shaw throws the ball incomplete. No, he grabs the ball right here on the sidelines, and that's going to be enough, I think, for a first down. That was a tremendous catch over there by uh, Daniel Elge. And the officials uh, being greeted by a chorus of boos here on the near sideline. And that's a great catch. That's a first down. That was a great catch there by Daniel Elge. Well, again, the legs of Ethan Shaw bought time on that play to get the receivers to reroute things, and he caught him over on the uh, right in front of the Tiger bench, a gain of 11, and that is the 11th first down of the night, and they move the football out past the 20. Here's Shaw. He picks the ball up inside. The option play comes to Settles. Settles brings the ball to the 25-yard line. So things have slowed down a little bit here in the second half. Six minutes and 50 seconds to play. Hastings is now within six points, 34-28. Boy, and again, you watch the interior of the line between the offensive line and defensive line for Hastings High. This has been a hard-hitting football game. Settles got that one and come off. He was met by three Tigers off the left side of the formation, and they put a bone-jarring hit on Settles, but he hops right up. Again, uh, this is a hard-hitting Class B football here tonight in a dandy football game. 34-28, Huskies out on top. Shaw running back right behind him. Shaw fakes the ball, now throws it down the right sideline. Herzberg is out there, can't make the catch. Contact made. Flags stay in the pocket. Back in coverage for Hastings was Austin Nauert. Again, Jamo Herzberg was the guy out on the pattern for the Huskies. And again, Shaw threw that up, and it was kind of a wounded duck to start with. It really never had a lot of zip underneath of it. So Nauert was able to play the football very well, and Herzberg tried to make a leaping attempt at about the 40-yard line, but it falls incomplete. So now, how many times this second half are we going to talk about big third down plays? Third down and seven, that's about the same amount of yardage that they had to go the last time on third down. They were able to get it. Tigers had good pressure. We'll see what they dial up here against Shaw. And now we've got a uh, reset play clock problem, and now we got a timeout. Timeout's going to be called here and brought to you by the folks over at Hess Auto Body, 208 West South Street in Hastings. You know where they're at. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll take a break. 6-16 to play third quarter. Aurora 34, Hastings 28. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance. 
Trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net. 1230 KHAS. All right, as uh, we come back, that was not a uh, timeout. It was an incomplete pass, a pass attempted for Bell. And it's going to be the Huskies in punt formation now. Well, boy, I, I didn't think Kyle Peterson would uh, line up and, and uh, go for this thing on fourth down, but they'll punt it. Shaw's first punt of the night gets off a wobbly one down the middle of the field. Picked up here by Dreer at the 38, shakes loose, and then finally brought down. At the 43-yard line. So first and 10 for Hastings. Tigers came up with a stop when they uh, needed it right there. The incomplete pass from uh, Ethan Shaw to Bell. Andrew Bell on the third down. So Aurora finally had the punt. Now Hastings has got the ball. Tigers have scored here in the third quarter to pull within six points at 34-28. And now Hastings has got the ball back. In good, good field position here as they will start this drive from their own 44-yard line. Tigers with a wide set here with wide receivers all over the place. Sinek wants to throw. Sinek throws it. It's going to be tipped and almost intercepted. Almost intercepted. Pass right across the middle. Yeah, tried to get the ball on a slam pattern and now right across midfield. And again, he's got so much arm strength. That was just a fastball coming right at Nauert. Was able to get a right hand on it, but that's how the uh, the last one got intercepted. Just threw it so hard that it got tipped up into the air off the hands of the intended receiver, and Aurora was there to pick that one off. But, uh, boy, he's got a gun on him. So this brings up second down and 10. Ball at the 43. We're at 5.57 left to go. Tigers have crawled closer. It's Tigers 28, Aurora 34. All right, here's a setting. He's going to hand the ball away. That's Widener with it across the 50 inside Aurora territory down to about the 47-yard line. Tackle is made in there by the Huskies. Making the stop there. Coming up to make the stop was Elge, I think, was the guy in there for the Huskies. That was third down. Third down and two yards to go. Hastings has got the ball in Aurora territory down here at the 48. Wide receivers left and right. One running back in the backfield. They fake the ball to him. Here comes the pressure. Sinek throws the ball. Jones grabs the ball at the 12-yard line. And Jones is shaken up. He landed on his shoulder. You hope that's not a bad injury, but he made a great attempt at that football. What a play. He got around the intended uh, defender there in front of the Tiger bench and made a big, big catch, and now they're going to tend to Jones on the sidelines. He's all right. He's going to try to shake her off here. That was a tremendous catch by Gareth Jones for Hastings. Right here on the sideline, goes high in the air, grabs the ball, hangs onto it as he falls down the turf. 164 yards now unofficially for Sinek, and for Jones, he's having a monster night. That is now four catches and 70 Four yards on the night. Nothing bigger than that one there. 35-yarder downfield. Tenth first down for the Tigers. All right, Sinek is going to hand the ball away to Widener as he angles left side. He takes the ball down to about the 14-yard line. So, Zade Widener, a rare uh, 
carry here tonight. I'll tell you what, we've seen the ball in the air a lot from both teams here tonight. Yeah, Zade unofficially in the uh, football game. What do I got him for? Three, five carries and 52 yards in the ball game. We'll give him four on that carry there. Hastings will look at a second down and seven. Ball down at the 14-yard line. You've got to take advantage when you get the ball in the red zone. Here's a cynic. He's got the ball, stands in a pocket. He fires the ball. That's going to be wide of the target. Down here in the end zone, incomplete pass. Braden Cavillage, the intended receiver there for Hastings. Threw it wide of the target and now third down. Tigers in the third quarter were down by six points. Hastings down here in the red zone. Ball is sitting at about the 14-yard line of Aurora. So third down here, third down and about seven yards to go. They're going to have Widener in the backfield just uh, to the left now of the quarterback, Sinek. Sinek has got the ball. Sinek looking. He rolls right side. Sinek throws it. It's going to be caught there. Now with it at the five-yard line, he takes the ball down to the three. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Now he sings high, knocking on touchdown door. First down and goal down here at the three-yard line of Aurora. First catch of the night for Nauert. 11 yards on the pass and catch. A good job by Sinek again going through his progressions, and he hits Nauert right in the middle of the field. He takes it down inside the five. That's the Tigers' uh, 11th first down of the night. So first to goal here, Tigers with 348 and counting in third quarter. There's a Sinek grabs the ball. He throws it. It's going to be incomplete. Nauert in the end zone, goes off of his fingertips. Second down and goal now. The ball sitting at the Aurora three-yard line with 3.43 to play. The Tigers have already scored here in the second half on that 38-yard run by Jared Sinek. Now he's trying to stick another one in the end zone. Tiger defense is really uh, batting down the hatches, so to speak. Only seven yards of rushing for Aurora here in the uh, second half and just 13 passing. Here's a Sinek. Here comes a blitz. Sinek gets away from it. Now throws the ball. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. Now it grabs the ball. Sinek does a great job getting away from pressure off of the corner. He throws the ball into the end zone for a touchdown, and we're tied up. Second touchdown of the night for Jarrett Sinek. The other one went to uh, Jones here early in this football game. So now 178 unofficially. For Sinek, and yeah, great job there. Sinek directing traffic, and he hits Nauer coming across the middle of the formation. He beats his defender, now Menke into the football game. We've got a tie game at 3.38 left to go in the third quarter, and Menke has a chance to unlock that tie, and it's no good. Pulls it off the left side. I think he was perfect. No, he he had missed two. He had missed two. And now uh, Nauer misses the uh, point after touchdown. Point after touchdown is no good. Three minutes and 38 seconds to play now in the third quarter. We're tied. Hastings 34, Aurora 34. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. 
All right, the Tigers have come from behind. We're tied up now. 34-34 is our score. 3.38 to play. Here's another little pooch kick. The Roar's going to field that one as he brings the ball uh, across the 35 to the 37-yard line. The problem with going with that kick all the time, Jimmy, is if the opposing team grabs the ball, they normally get good field position. The Huskies will have a pretty good start here from their own 37. Well, you're exactly right. You try to find somebody in that uh, front line up there basically in for blocking maybe a a JV running back or a linebacker, and you hope he, uh, he you hope he drops one uh, down to the turf, but that was kicked right to him off the foot of Minky. But uh, they had success with that little kind of low liner down to the uh, far side of the field on the uh, the prior kickoff. But the Tigers give them credit. They've climbed back in. Now defense buckle down. Here's a uh, running play across the 40 out to the 44-yard line. Mac Owens carrying the ball there for Aurora. He's a 200-pound junior. He had 354 yards coming into the football game here tonight, but he's uh, piling up here against the Hastings high defense. Second down. That was a pickup of seven for Owens. 14 carries, 86 yards for Owens. Second down and three yards to go. They fake the ball to Owens. Here's a Shaw carrying the ball. Ethan Shaw across the uh, 45 onto the 47-yard line. Going to bring up a third down situation. Third down at about a yard to go for the Huskies with 2.48 to play. Here in this third quarter, we're tying up at 34 points apiece. Well, and you, you look at the Tigers coming out of the locker room. You was hoping they could make some adjustments, and they definitely have. They've kept this Aurora offense really in check here in this third quarter. The, the quarter has been obviously won by the Tigers. They've climbed into it. Now you just need to finish the product. As we've got 224 and counting left to go here till quarter number four. Here's uh, another running play, twisting and turning. That's going to be Owens. Owens is going to have enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he moves the ball up to the 49-yard line. So Aurora moves the sticks. They got the ball now on the Hastings side of the 50. They'll put her down at the 49. Recess the chains on the far side. Now they're going to wind the clock. Jimmy Langan says, yeah, let's uh, wind the clock, boys. Aurora quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Wide receiver splits out to the right side of the formation. Got a man, two guys coming in very late. Yeah, I think Aurora a little bit confused there. They're going to try to run a play here, though. We're down to up. They're going to they're gonna get it away. Shaw has got it. Shaw across the 45 to the 42-yard line. So they snapped that one just as the play clock reaches zero. You're right. They ran in two guys right at the last second. They were two men short. They're going to try to play with the nine guys out there. Tell you what, though, that Shaw is so good at that play fake. He fakes that handoff to uh, to Owens up the middle and then just shoves it off either his right hip or left hip and can tuck it away so good. He fakes if this was on TV, the camera guy would be going wacko right now. Seven-yard gain, second down and short. Now they give it away, and that's going to be stacked up. A yard loss, maybe a two-yard loss. That was a Suttles, or check that. It was uh, Kemling carrying the ball there. They've been shuttling three guys back there. That's a Kemling, about a yard or so loss. And now Huskies with a minute to play in the third quarter, looking at a third down. Third down and four yards to go here for Aurora. They've got the ball at the Hastings High 43-yard line. 
Wow, just doing some figuring here real quick. Owens with 90 yards on the night unofficially. Shaw with 85, 175 total for those two individuals. Shaw in the backfield, fakes it. Now he's going to run it. He's going to be stopped short. He needed four. He only got one. So now the Huskies, basically a four-down offense. They, they're going to go for this on fourth down and three. Yeah, we're going to be uh, – they could actually let the play clock, the uh, game clock run down and start the fourth quarter here. 25 on the play clock, 15 on the game clock. I think that's what Kyle Peterson's going to do and talk things over. Well, maybe not. He's shuttling, shuttling a lot of guys in here. I don't know if they're going to take a snap, though. Down to three seconds, two seconds, one second, and the third quarter is over. So we'll switch hands. We'll come back with the fourth quarter. It should be a dandy. After three quarters, we're tied. Hastings 34, Aurora 34. You're listening to Tiger Football. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. The staff of Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals while providing them with the latest treatments available. Our patients enjoy the benefits of a state-of-the-art therapy facility, which includes a heated multi-level therapy pool and private locker rooms. Having eight private treatment rooms in addition to spacious gyms, we are uniquely qualified to provide safe therapy treatment in order to serve our community. You have the choice of therapy provider. Choose Hastings Physical Therapy located at 2307 Osborne Drive West. 1230 KHAS. All right, we head to the fourth and final quarter. We're tied up at 34 p- uh, points apiece. Adam Central leading Carney Catholic in the fourth quarter, 22-19. Hastings St. Cecilia trailing Grand Island Central Catholic, 22 to nothing. Here's a shot. He's going to throw the ball. It's going to be caught by Settles, and Settles is going to have enough for a first down to 35. Did they line up in the punt formation? And then yeah, that's one advantage of having uh, your quarterback as your punter, Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. You lined up, but she was like, they certainly can't be punting this thing away. Hastings had nobody back deep. You didn't think that Shaw was going to try to pin Hastings high back deep, but he just rolls off the right side. Nobody came into the uh, the face of, of Shaw at all, and he gets it off to Settles, and he picks up a nice gain around nine yards off right side. So now they continue the drive here against the uh, Tiger defense. Five catches now for Settles and 93 yards. Yeah, so you kind of a fake punt there. It wasn't much of a fake punt, though. There's a Settles with the ball, looking to take it to the short side of the field. He runs out of real estate there at the uh, 35-yard line. So Settles carrying the ball to the 35. Not much over there. He sings high. will bring him down. About a yard or so loss in the play. Got to bring up second down and 11. I hope you're going to survive to tomorrow's matchup. We haven't had much time to talk about that. This has been a dandy. We get you some third quarter numbers brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. 
only 41 yards of total offense for Aurora in the third quarter. I'll get you team totals. Aurora's at the line of scrimmage. Wide receivers left and right here for the Huskies. Shaw wants to throw. He's got time. Fires the ball. It's going to be tipped and then caught. Hastings High had their hands on the ball. It was deflected. It was caught there by Jamo Herzberg. He hauls the ball in at the 25-yard line and completed pass. Yeah, that was tipped by an up man, a linebacker there at about the 30-yard line. And, boy, Herzberg, Johnny on the spot, brings that in. That's a gain of about nine. That was an opportunity for Hastings to come up with maybe a pick there. Now we look at totals, 194 of passing for Shaw, very close to uh, Sinek. They quickly get up to the line of scrimmage, and they run a play with the Shaw under center. They hand it away straight ahead. They're going to have enough for a first down. That's going to go to the big old running back there in Mac Owens. He's going to move the stick. So that's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Now we're in the fourth quarter. It's Hastings 34, Aurora 34. The Tigers, the number one ranked team in Class B, being uh, pushed here tonight by the Aurora Huskies. Team totals through three quarters. Aurora with 361. That's 185 rushing, 176 through the air. For the Tigers, 178 through the air, 123 on the ground, 301. And Aurora's got a first and 10 call here. Shaw sprints out right side, holds it, holds it. Now throws it. A man is wide open. It's caught, and it's into the end zone. Did he step out of bounds? He did at the three-yard line. Man was uh, wide open down the uh, right sideline there. Shaw got him the ball. That was uh, Daniel Elge, who hauled it in, and he stepped out of bounds. Jimmy hit into the uh, the end zone at about the two or three yard line. Big gain, Austin Noward on coverage, and he lost uh, communication. I think that's Widener over there. They were talking after the play. They uh, obviously a busted coverage situation, and now Aurora very quickly at the line of scrimmage. They hand the ball away. That's going to be Owens, and Owens takes it into the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, they run up to the line of scrimmage quickly. They snap the ball, and they hand it away to big old Mac Owens, and he plows his way into the end zone for the score, and the Huskies have the lead. For Owen on the night, that is his third touchdown of the night. He had one in the first, the second, and now the fourth quarter, and Aurora regains the lead here at 40-34. to 34. Still plenty of time left. We'll see whether Kyle Peterson lines up to go for two. I would imagine that they will. Here's that funky formation at the north end of the field. Now they're going to shift and come back into more of a traditional set, and they are going to kick it. Yeah, they're going to try the extra point for the first time here tonight. This is Alex Peters. He is just 5 out of 10 on extra points here. High snap. They get her down. Peters gets into the football, and he knocks it through the pipes. It is good. So the point after touchdown is good. It's a seven-point lead now for the Huskies, first time tonight, they've went for a uh, one-point conversion. 9.49 to play in the game. Aurora 41, Hastings High 34. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. 
All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. The Huskies now have the lead, 41-34, to after Hastings High put two touchdowns on the board in the third quarter. Big deep breath. I'm going to have to go find me a pencil sponsor going into tomorrow's game. I've worked the stat sheets over. It has been a wild football game. 75 points have been put on the board here, and we're not done as Aurora's into the football, and they'll onside it. They got to get on this. It went off a of, man. Yeah, I don't know if that was uh, really designed, but he thinks I is going to fall on the ball at the uh, 35. Yeah, ricocheted off and up, man. Yeah, I, I don't think that was a design. I think they wanted to kick the ball past the the front line there, the kickoff return team, but. Somebody for Hastings High got their hands on it there, and the Tigers had to scramble to get on top of the football. But again, Hastings is going to get pretty good starting position. They got it at their own 35-yard line. We might not ever get out of here tonight. <laughs> all right, Tigers now with nine minutes and 46 seconds to play. Haven't been in a position like this all season long, trailing. There's a pass that's going to be tipped. Is it intercepted? And, yep, yep Jamo Herzberg, a little slant. He went off with the fingertips. Of, uh, I think that was Shoemaker, Shoemaker. and uh, right behind him was Jamo Herzberg, and that is a big, big nail right there. That is the third interception of the night for Jared Sinek, and he had only three interceptions coming into the ball game yeah, tonight. Yeah, and again, Sinek just trying to throw the ball so hard. Shoemaker was open. He didn't need to throw it that hard, but it was just out in front of Shoe, and he tried to get a hand on it to bring it in. And it deflected off. But, boy, give Herzberg credit. That was a tremendous athletic move to get to the football. And he picked that one off right on the turf. Hastings, 49-yard line. Try to catch a rocket. That's what you're trying to do when you catch a pass from uh, Jared Sinek. First and 10. Huskies have the ball at the 49-yard line here of Hastings. Play action pass. They throw the ball downfield, and that's going to be... Incomplete. They had a couple of guys out there. But they threw it right in between the both of them there. Incomplete pass where they go with the uh, the play action there. Want the Tigers to bite, peek into the end of the uh, backfield. You don't want to peek. They did have uh, two guys in white unis back there, only one in black. I seen Nauert and Samuelson communicating out there, so I don't know whether somebody lost lost uh, containment again. But again, that was grossly overthrown. That is the 22nd pass attempt tonight by... Shaw. All right, second down, 10 yards to go. Clock is stopped on the incomplete pass with 9.34 to play. There's uh, Owens with the ball. Owens takes it outside the hash mark to the far side, down to about the 47 of Hastings High. 41 to 34 is the score here. We check in on some other action. Adam Central has got a lead in the fourth quarter over Carney Catholic, 22 19. Grand Island Central Catholic is leading Hastings St. Cecilia in Grand Island tonight, 22 to nothing. Our halftime score over on the Breeze, KOIQ 94.5. Kennesaw is leading Blue Hill at the halftime break, 65 to 36. Kind of like our game. 41-34 here. Tigers are trailing. Spreading out right side again is going to be Shaw. He'll carry it himself across the 45. Down to about the 44-yard line. He is brought down there, so they're going to be looking at a third-down situation here. Seth Asperbach in on the uh, stop there for the Hastings High Tiger defense. Now it's fourth down. Fourth down, five yards to go. Huskies have the ball at the Hastings High 44-yard line with eight minutes and 40 seconds to play in the game. 
Now trying to watch what Kyle Peterson does here. They're going to line up. Line up to go for it here on fourth and five. Don't jump and give them a fresh set of downs. Sean's going to have one guy in the backfield. That's going to be Max Owens. They're going to go for it here. Sean's got the ball. Here comes pressure. He gets away. Still with the ball is going to be Shaw. Ethan Shaw to 40, and Shaw gets the ball to the 36. That's a big first down right there. Tigers had him, Jimmy, on the pressure, and he slides away. Ethan Shaw. Comes to the near side, a lot of green, green real estate over here. He picks up the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. They get a fresh set of downs, and they keep the clock running. Under eight minutes to play when we snap this ball. You cannot let a guy with that kind of speed have that much open field. And Hastings had him dead in his tracks at about the 45-yard line and somehow was able to get away. They had a linebacker blitz in there and get a hold of him. But, again, he broke free, picks up. Seven yards, the 16th first down inside the 40-yard line. Tigers obviously need a stop. Here's Shaw with the ball again. Shaw across the 35. Shaw down to the 32-yard line before he is brought down there. Tackle is made in there by Hastings High. I think Kalanick is over there for the Tigers, one of the guys to get to him. There's a pickup there of about five yards. Second down and five yards to go. Clock is running, though. We're down to yeah. seven minutes and 20 seconds to play. Going to be an enemy here before long because Aurora's not in any hurry. And you've got to come up with a stop here. You cannot let Aurora get any kind of points here this late in the football game. Turnover would be ideal. There's uh, Shaw. He hands the ball away. There's Owens busting through there. Owens takes the ball across the 25 down to the 24-yard line. And that's going to be enough for another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. It's not necessarily the yardage they're picking up, oh. but look at the time that's starting to tick away. Yeah. We're down to 6.50 to play. Boy, and Owens, he is a punishing runner, busting two and three tackles, taking guys with him right downfield. That one, there was a seven-yard gain. Owen now with 20 carries in the football game and 103 yards. So it's a first and 10 for the Huskies down here at the fumble. 24. There's a fumble, but picking the ball up is going to be Ethan Shaw, and Shaw's going to be dropped to the 26. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ball's on the turf there for a second, but Shaw picks it up here. Round down to the 26, a loss of two yards in a play. Second down, 12 yards to go. Problem here is if Hastings drops this game, Jimmy, we got two weeks to, to worry about it, and to have it on your mind because they are off next Friday. Well, you do, and then you've got uh, that that thing going around. You just hope that you can keep everybody uh, everybody healthy. COVID, COVID's winning a lot of games this year. Second down and 12 yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 27-yard line. Um, he sings. Aurora's got the lead. They fake the ball to Settles, and Settles... Goes off on the right side and going straight up the middle with the ball is going to be your quarterback, Ethan Shaw. Shaw takes it down to about the 22-yard line, pick up of about five yards in the play. But now it's third down. Tigers need a stop right here. This is uh, basically the game, Jimmy. Five and a half minutes to go. It is third down and eight yards to go. Aurora has got it down here at the Hastings High 22. Huskies probably will have two downs here to get eight yards. Well, any bet on who gets it? I can give you unofficial yardage right now. Shaw with 109 and Owens with 103. Those two have carried this football team in this four-game winning stretch. 
They are a dandy duo in the backfield. Now we're going to have a timeout. They let her tick all the way down, and we are at 5.01 left to play. You're exactly right, Mike. This is ballgame. All right, this timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll take a break. Aurora 41, Hastings 34. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $7.99. Friday night, come in hungry for a surf and turf special for only $14.99. Don't forget to call in and book their party room for graduation or any special event. Rivals is open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Just uh, notice during the break, Aurora's run uh, about twice as many plays as the Tigers have tonight. 35 plays for Hastings High, 70. 70 offensive plays for Aurora. And as it's gotten down to the end here in the fourth quarter, it's been all Owens and all Shaw. Only uh, 22 pass attempts in the football game, but I... Would anticipate possibly seeing one here. They're shifting personnel all over the field here on this third down and eight. All right, Sunnels is going to be in the backfield. He'll be to the right side of Shaw. Owens will be to the left side. They're going to hand the ball away to uh, Sunnels. And now a reverse coming back the other way. There's a pass that's going to be caught. It's going to be caught at the 15 or the 10. Five touchdown ball game over. That is the same exact play that they ran down here on that two-point conversion where they run, settles in motion. They handed it off to an up back. He flips it to settles, and just out of the backfield goes Shaw, the quarterback, and he was all alone again. They crossed Hastings up, and he went in untouched. That is the nail in the coffin there, unfortunately, for the Tigers. So a double reverse, and Caden Phillips was the guy who delivered the uh, touchdown pass with four minutes and 52 seconds to play. I think that went back to uh, Ethan Shaw, right? The quarterback. He, yes, he, yeah, he caught it and running in. Once again, uh, Ethan Shaw gets the uh, touchdown. And here comes the extra point coming up here for the Huskies. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is up there. It's going to be good. The PAT is good. Four minutes and 52 seconds to play in the game. It's now the Huskies 48, Tigers 34. You're listening to Tiger Football. K-H-A-S. All right, a touchdown pass thrown there by the Huskies on some dipsy doodle here later in the ball game as a 48-34 ball game. They had a lot of motion going there on that play. Again, they handed off to an up back, and it wasn't uh, what no one's. They had another guy in there, and then he flips it. We're having conflicting results or uh, re- reports here on who threw that, but it was Shaw, the quarterback, that made the reception. That drive was eight plays, 51 yards, results in a touchdown. 
A couple of big third down plays they were able to convert on, and now we got the kickoff. There's a little line bullet, and that's trouble for Hastings. They do field it at the 20. Center of the field, 25. Brings it outside the numbers now near sideline, 30, 35, 40. And Shoemaker is going to be popped out of bounds here in front of the Tiger bench. All right, so Hastings still four minutes and 43 seconds to play. Tigers have two timeouts left. Trailing for the uh, first time here in the fourth quarter. Again, the Tigers with just 35 offensive plays in the game to 73 now for Aurora. And not a lot of time to work with. Sinek's thrown uh, three interceptions here tonight. He's thrown uh, a couple of touchdowns in the game. They're going to officially spot the football at the 41-yard line. So the own own 41 is where they'll start at. 4.43, you got to make quick work of things. Tigers down by a couple of scores. Sinek drops back to throw, looks left, now comes back right. It's going to be caught. Braden Cavillage has got the ball at the Aurora 43-yard line. That's a first and 10 for Hastings High. Cavillage pulls it in. Update from uh, Carney. Carney Catholic has taken the lead over Adams Central late in the fourth quarter. Stars 26, Patriots 22. Hastings St. Cecilia trailing Grand Island Central Catholic in the fourth quarter 36 to nothing. Hastings trailing here 48 to 34. Pressure. Sinek wants to throw. Pocket breaks down. Sinek is going to be hit and down he goes. Sinek got it back to the uh, line of scrimmage, so no sack here. But he sings high, looking at second down and 10 yards to go from the 43. Mack Owen for Aurora with the tackle. Sinek was able to get it across the line of scrimmage, no sack, gain of one. That is just the first rushing play in the fourth quarter for Hastings. We talk about uh, some pretty good dominant defensive performance that uh, Aurora has done. Sinek wants to throw again, fires the ball, and it's going to be caught. That's Cavillage with the ball. He hauls it in. Down here at the 28-yard line, so they move the sticks. That combination has worked pretty well here. Cavillage hauls the ball in for a first and 10 here for the Tigers. They're going to spot the ball at the 29-yard line. Hastings working left to right here in this fourth quarter of play. We're down to three minutes and 37 seconds to play in the game. The Tigers trailing 48-34. to Sending with wide receivers all over the place. Fakes the ball to Widener. Throws it to the far sideline. Incomplete. Down the far sideline. Incomplete pass. Stops the clock. Cavillage was the intended receiver over there for Hastings High. Now 3.26 to play. After the ball game, we'll check all the numbers for you. Get to the uh, coaches' post-game show. And then we've got the Ruts Heating and Air Conditioning Rivals Sports Bar and Grill scoreboard show. All the scores from across the state of Nebraska on another busy night for high school football. Good games going on. Hastings with two wide receivers split out to the left side. Braden Cavillage and Shoemaker. One wide receiver to the right side. That's going to be Dreer. Here's uh, Sinek. He wants to throw and he's not going to have a chance to do it. He is brought down on the play. Mac Owens in on his back and brings him down. A yard loss on the play. So It'll go down to officially a quarterback sack. Third down, 11 yards to go. Hastings with the ball now at the Aurora 30-yard line with 3.04 to play here in the fourth quarter. Mac Owen, he is a tough customer. Running back on offense, defensive end, and he's a force on the far side. Senig wants to throw, looks right, he said, as he releases the ball. It's incomplete as it goes uh, bouncing out here at the 27-yard line. Big hit there on Senig. He pops up. But now Hastings looking at fourth down. 
Fourth down and 11 yards to go for the Tigers down here at the 29-yard line. Brecken Papineau on the hit there. He came in and got right in the grill of Cynic. Big, big shot. I'm sure knocked some, some air out of Cynic there. He'll run a run a, to the sidelines, get a play call from Charlie Shoemaker, and this will be all she wrote. 2.52 left to go in the ball game. Tigers trail 48-34. to 34. All right, so fourth down and 11. Tigers need to convert. Got to take the ball down to the 19-yard line. Sinek has got the ball. Sinek backs up, and he tries to throw it. He's going to be hit again and down. No, now he throws it from the seat of his pants, and it's incomplete. I don't know how he got that ball away, but they're going to blow him dead back here. They're going to blow him dead back here at the uh, 37-yard line. It's going to go uh, back-to-back sacks. Sinek was going down and actually got the ball away. I don't know how he did that, but it goes uh, it goes incomplete in the center of the field. That was Owens again getting in there and getting a hold of Cynic and uh, the good crowd from Aurora that traveled down. They've got uh, some celebrating. This is a five-game winning streak for Aurora after their first two losses, and you want to see them kind of trot up the uh, Class B rankings. You're going to see that. I I seen Aurora. They were ranked uh, towards the bottom bottom end of the top ten, I believe. When I seen uh, Stu's rankings, but uh, they'll they'll make a jot up there, and the uh, Tigers are going to drop out of number one. Two fifty-two to play here in the ball game. Forty-eight thirty-four. Huskies have now got the ball. They're going to keep it on the ground. Here's Shaw. Shaw big hole. Forty forty-five out to the forty-seven yard line. Ethan Shaw, ball carrier. Tackle is made in there by Dreer for the Hastings High defense. Hastings just uh, had too much of a hole to uh, overcome. Tigers uh, trailed at halftime of this thing, 34-21. Hastings came back to tie things up, 34-34 after three. But the Huskies scoring a couple of touchdowns here in the fourth quarter. They've got a 48-34 advantage. You can look at the mistakes and the uh, turnovers and whatnot. Aurora's been fairly, fairly clean on uh, turnovers here tonight, but they're just too many for Hastings. But give the kids credit. They've crawled back every time they've been down by a couple of scores. They crawled right back into this football game, came out and put a good show on in the third quarter, but uh, unfortunately going to fall short here to the Huskies. First down, 10 yards to go. Huskies using all the time in the world here as they hand the ball away, busting through there. Look out, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, and he's run out of bounds at about the 12-yard line. Mac Owens just adds to his uh, big night here. And uh, he finds running room all the way down to about the 12-yard line. Well, they're just padding on to the stats. Both of them were over 100 yards before uh, their last couple of carries. I'll get you some uh, numbers here in just a minute. That was a 39-yard run, and he busted four or five tackles as he got off the right side. Owens is an animal. I think Owens, is he just a junior? Yeah, he's just a junior. Oh, goodness, he's going to be a, a threat. So it's first and 10. Huskies on the ball down here at the 13-yard line. He's going to get the call again as he goes through there, and he's going to take the ball in the end zone for the score. 13-yard touchdown run for Mac Owens. That is four on the night for Owens. Two of them here in the fourth quarter. He had one in the first quarter and one in the second quarter of action, and that was just too easy. Took it off right side, broke a couple tackles at the line of scrimmage, and 
into the end zone for another touchdown at the 148 mark. 54-34 now. Huskies are out on top of the Tigers. We're going to have a, a one-point conversion attempt coming up here. Alex Peters out of the ball game now for the Huskies to try and tack on one more. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is going to be good. The PAT is good. So with one minute, 48 seconds to play in the game, we'll take a break with a score. Aurora 55, Hastings 34. Gary Michaels Clothiers would like to say thank you to all loyal customers during the 38th anniversary celebration. Your support means so much. During October, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant, receive a free shirt and tie, $100 value. Great selection in fits and fabrics. Check out the amazing colors in men's and ladies' fall sportswear arriving daily. Coats, sweaters, vests, and shirts all now 20% off. And all Husker wear, 25% off. Stop in and help Gary Michaels celebrate 38 years in business, downtown Hastings and Carney. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Hastings at the Osborne Sports Complex. 55 34 is the score. Mac Owen, unofficial numbers. 22 carries, 155 yards, and four touchdowns on the night. Tigers at been giving up only eight points per game coming into this football game tonight. Mm. But we haven't seen a team like no. Aurora. Huskies are going to win their third straight game over Hastings High. This is only the third meeting between the two teams in the last 10 years. Huskies, back in their glory days, put it to Hastings High. 2015 was our last meeting prior to this one. That was the year that Aurora was runner-up in Class B, and they thumped the Tigers by the score of 57-9. to In the Class B playoffs in 2010, we got matched up with each other, and the Huskies beat Hastings 57-16. to 55 points on the board here tonight, so the Tiger coaching staffs over the years have had a tough time figuring out uh, the Aurora Huskies. Tigers coming back out here on First down and 10 yards to go from their 35. So, yeah, the last three games, Huskies have played against Hastings 57, 57, and 55 points. Well, they, uh, they're they good. They weren't, feeling so, <laughs> they weren't feeling so good after their first two games. They were 0-2, but, again, they've ripped off uh, five straight victories now. And they are, uh, wow, I think they got Grand Island Northwest. We were just talking a little bit ago. Here's a big running play across the 45, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Right down to the 29-yard line. The Tigers not done yet as they blow through right in the center of the defense there all the way down to the 29-yard line. By far the best running play of the night there for the Tiger offense. 36 yards by Sully. Sully with uh, five carries now and 48 yards. All right, well, we're down to a minute to play. Tigers down by three scores here. Two wide receivers out to the left side. Two wide receivers to the right. Senate gives the ball away again to Sullivan. Sullivan moves the ball from the 30 down to about the 25-yard line. Tackle is made in there by uh, Bryce Barger. Outside linebacker for the Huskies, 165-pound junior. A pickup on the play of about five yards. Second down, five yards to go. Now we're down to 30 seconds to play. 
And the Tigers are going to drop their first game of the season here tonight to the Aurora Huskies. Sinek hands the ball away. Sully has got it again across the 20, down to the 15, down to the 14-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So Hastings is going to drop to six wins and one loss on the season. They'll have to sit on this one now for two weeks. Tigers will not play next Friday night. That's the uh, bye in their schedule. Aurora is going to improve to five wins and two losses. They get Northwest next week. There's another running play for uh, Hastings High. That's Cooper Hunsley who's into the ball game now. Cooper moves the ball for a couple of yards, and that is all she wrote. Ball game is over. And now with one second to play, they stop the clock. Somebody call a timeout here with one second to play. No. Now they're going to wind the clock, and that's going to be all she wrote. That's the ball game. The Aurora Huskies come to town, and they beat uh, Hastings High here tonight. Final score, Aurora 55, Hastings 34. Back with the final numbers after this. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. Are you suffering from arthritis pain or recovering from surgery or injury? Perhaps your pain is making exercise difficult? If so, aquatic therapy might be your solution. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings offers on-site warm water therapy in our HydroWorks underwater treadmill. Enjoy all of the features of a regular pool plus variable depths and speeds, a resistance jet, massage, handrails, and a seat all in a private setting. If you or your doctor are considering aquatic therapy, contact PTSR at 402-462-8824 or visit ptsrhastings.com. Hi, it's Maggie and Jameson with Vaughn's Printing Company, and my family has been printing for the Hastings area since 1927. We are excited to continue serving our hometown for years to come. Vaughn's can handle any of your personal or professional printing needs. Like business cards, brochures, posters, programs, and much more. Contact us to start your order today or visit us at Vaughn'sPrinters.com. From us at Vaughn's to you, thank you for supporting our family printing company. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. The Aurora Huskies beat the Hastings High Tigers tonight. Final score of 55-34. to It was a track meet in the uh, first half of play. 14-14 to after the first quarter. Halftime score was 34-21 in favor of the Huskies. Two teams combined for 504 total yards. In the first half, Hastings was able to score a couple of times in the third quarter to make it 34-34 going into the fourth and final quarter. And the Huskies scoring three times in the fourth quarter of play. They go on to win by the score 
of 55 to 34. So Hastings will fall to six wins and one loss on the season. They'll play Grand Island Northwest in a couple of weeks up in Grand Island. Meanwhile, the Aurora Huskies have just won their fifth straight game as they go to five wins and two losses on the season. They've got Northwest coming up next Friday night. So 55-34, Hastings uh, on the losing end of a tough one here tonight with the Huskies. No scoring recap. It'll take me till sunrise. <laughs> we'll get you some uh, final game numbers brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. 900 yards unofficially for the two teams here in this ball game tonight. We'll get to you uh, some Aurora numbers here. The uh, quarterback, Ethan Shaw, he goes all the way. He is a dandy, folks. His passing numbers, 14-23, 239 yards and two touchdowns. The Huskies rushed it 47 times for 279 yards, so 518 of total offense in the game. Uh, 21 first downs put up by Aurora. They're uh, they're two-headed monster here tonight. Mack Owen, 22 carries, 155 yards, and four touchdowns on the night. Ethan Shaw rushing 20 carries, 119 yards. He had two touchdowns, and Jacob Settles, their talented receiver, five catches and 93 yards in the ballgame. Four Hastings high in the game. Jared Sinek, not one of his uh, his best nights, but uh, Sinek with a couple of touchdowns on the night. He also had three INTs in the ball game. He was 12 of 20 for 207 yards. The Tigers with 25 carries, 175 yards, so 382 of total offense in the game. 16 first downs for Hastings. Rushing uh, attack tonight, uh, Zade Widener, five carries. 52 yards, Trevor Sullivan, eight carries, and 63 yards. So Sully will be your uh, leading rusher in the game with 63 yards. Your receivers tonight, uh, Braden Cabbage, another good night, five receptions, 72 yards. Carson Shoemaker had two catches, 49 yards. And Garrett Jones, four catches, 74 yards. Jones had one of them fantastic off-the-carpet catches in the third quarter that vaulted the Tigers uh, uh, up into a tie for the lead. But uh, all comes uh, comes short here. Unfortunately, the Tigers uh, lose here tonight. And like you said, a couple weeks to uh, to regroup and uh, face another tough foe right up the road in Grand Island with the uh, Grand Island Northwest Vikings. All right, 55-34, the final score here tonight as uh, Hastings High drops one to the Aurora Huskies. Stay tuned. We've got the player of the game coming up next in the Coach's Post Game Show. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. Play-by-play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coaches' post-game show on your Hastings link to local high school sports, 1230 KHAS. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. It's time now for the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. 
Good evening, side dropping one to the Aurora Huskies tonight, 55 to 34. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Tigers are putting up some numbers here tonight. Uh, Gareth Jones had 74 yards of receiving uh, here tonight. Braden Cavillage, 72 yards receiving. Carson Shoemaker had a couple of catches for uh, 49 yards here tonight. We'll come back and name our player of the game right after this. have new flooring but have no idea what you want or need let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience russ mandy donna and my son josh please come in to see us at bnb and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring bnb carpet and donovan where our customers say that's where we always go Houston's eye will be uh, Braden Cavillage. Again, he leads the receiving core here tonight. Five catches and 72 yards tonight for Houston's eye, but it wasn't enough as the Tigers drop a tough one to the Aurora Huskies by the score of 55 to 34. Second round, the coach is up next. You're listening to Tiger Football. Player of the game on 1230 KHAS. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. Up next on 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers. Meeting their customers' needs with the finest selection of business, casual sportswear, tailored clothing, and accessories in men's and ladies' clothing. With two locations to serve you locally, in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. Back at the Osborne Sports Complex, 55-34. The Aurora Huskies win it here tonight over the Hastings High Tigers. Head coach Charlie Shoemaker will join us a couple of minutes here on the postgame. And, wow, Coach, where do we start? That was just an amazing football game tonight. Uh, you know, we knew it was going to be a real barn burner, and they're a really good offense. We knew we weren't going to keep them off the scoreboard, and um, we certainly did not. And that was something that was kind of surprising. But uh, they're very good, very efficient. Um, defensively, they're very solid as well. You know, they're they're one of the top teams. I mean, you got eight, nine, ten teams in B. I mean, there's no surprise when anybody gets beat. You know, we just need to play better. You can't turn the ball over four or five times and expect to beat a team like this. Talk about uh, the first half. We just had no answer for anything that they wanted to do. No, a lot of it was execution. A lot of it was them being very efficient. And, and uh, you know, we didn't play well. They played well. And that's a bad combination. Along with the turnovers tonight, uh, tackling I thought was uh, was, so was, poor. was pretty sloppy. I mean, so they, they've got a kid, that running back back there, and Owen, he's a he's a monster. But uh, yeah, just it was a, a lot of broken tackles uh, tonight for your defense. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know for for ten weeks we we drop people at the legs, and then uh, tonight somehow we forgot to do that. I don't understand, and uh, we'll have to watch the film and kind of evaluate it from there. 
So the uh, the uh, Tigers, they drop one here tonight. Uh, you, I thought you guys uh, showed a lot of uh, fight to get back into the ball game. Uh, you got it, uh, got a couple of touchdowns in the third quarter to make it a 34-34 ball game. We were right back in the thick of things there. Yeah, and that was frustrating, too. I mean, we had all the momentum there, and, and then uh, they just answered and, and outworked us on that drive to take the lead again. And um, it was, a lot of it was execution, like I said, and then a lot of it was them being very efficient and a very good football team. Jarrett uh, has had a, a pretty good season up till tonight. Uh, was he just trying to force some things too much? It looked to me like he was throwing a fastball in there, and the receivers just having a tough time coming up with the football led to a couple of things. Yeah, I mean, I would say it probably wasn't his best game. He struggled a little bit tonight. and You know, sometimes he was under pressure, and sometimes he was locked in on one side. So, I mean, we got to do a better job of coaching up things on that. And, you know, it's sometimes it's always tough because uh, we watch everybody on film, what they do. And then everybody comes out with something different, you know. They just and that's good coaching, and and they do a good job of making adjustments. But we had the adjustments there, and um, you know we we airmailed the slant there when we, it was a tie ball game, and, and that was a pick, one of the picks. And um, you know, I, and maybe he should have had it. I don't know. It just uh, but we had some guys make some really good plays, and and we just we need to make more of them and, and limit our mistakes, you know. But we've had mistakes in every game, and now it finally caught up to us. Did Aurora do a lot of things that uh, they, they didn't show in the first four or five games? Oh, yeah. I mean, just I – and mean, we always know there's going to be some different coverages with our spread offense and stuff like that. And that's where it's so important that we run the football. Uh, early on, we were able to do that. Uh, we kind of abandoned it a little bit, but we were struggling. Um, we get one of our linemen hurt. That kind of that kind of stinks as well. Um, a position that we were very deep at the uh, beginning of the year, we're also all of a sudden pretty shallow there. So – uh, so we've got some things we got to uh, really it's a good time for us to have a week off, not have a game and try to get uh, Justin back. He should be back for Northwest and at least give us another lineman in there for our rotation. Yeah, you've lost uh, some big, uh, some, not just linemen, but uh, some major pieces well, I mean, of our puzzle. Those guys are all state caliber players and, and that's tough. But we've got to make we've got to have an answer for it and we've got to coach them up and get them ready to go. You talked about your offensive line. I talked about it in the pregame show. I thought it was very important tonight that they got off to a good start, and right away Jarrett was uh, kind of running for his life out there uh, uh, trying to throw the football around. Yeah, and I think as a quarterback, um, w- when you're having to do that, then when you do have time, I mean, you still think there's pressure coming, and so then you kind of get scattered a little bit. And, and I think that happened a couple times, you know, where he did have time, but it was he's so used to not having time that he just kind of rushed things a little bit. Yeah, it looked like he was under pressure most of the night. He was under siege most of the night. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah, he was, you know, but then the times we did and we had some guys deep and then he probably rushed and throws a little bit too. But, you know, that happens when you're getting, when you're under duress a lot, it just, it takes you off your rhythm and that's really tough for a quarterback. So he sings, I uh, drops one here tonight. Problem is now you, you've got the two weeks. You got to sit on this baby for uh, two weeks. Probably the loss came at a wrong time. Didn't yeah, it? maybe. But, uh, you know, we got to get, get some guys healed up and uh, get back to work and really evaluate uh, where we're at. All right. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right. Thanks. Charlie Shoemaker, the head coach thanks, for uh, Hastings I dropping one here tonight to the Aurora Huskies in a uh, shootout 55 to uh, 34. Naturally, when uh, you drop your first game, you're a man of a, a few words here tonight. Just got to go back to the uh, the grindstone and uh, work. So we'll take our break. We'll come back and get a final word as we continue with Tiger football on 1230 KHS. 
Gary Michaels Clothiers would like to say thank you to all loyal customers during the 38th anniversary celebration. Your support means so much. During October, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant, receive a free shirt and tie, $100 value. Great selection in fits and fabrics. Check out the amazing colors in men's and ladies. Fall sportswear arriving daily. Coats, sweaters, vests, and shirts all now 20% off. And all Husker wear, 25% off. Stop in and help Gary Michaels celebrate 38 years in business, downtown Hastings and Carney. And we're back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, 55-34. Hastings losing to the Aurora Huskies. Uh, Tigers dropped to six wins and one loss. And like we mentioned with Charlie, now we've got a week off. That's the uh, bye week that we had on our schedule for 2020. So two weeks from tonight, we'll play at the Grand Island Northwest. Meanwhile, the Huskies have got to Grand Island Northwest coming up Friday night. But the Huskies, the real deal, they come in uh, and thump us 55-34 to to win their fifth game in a row. Whale of a ball game next week between those two. Those are uh, rivals from way back in the day with uh, Northwest and Aurora facing off, and that'll be the, the case next week. But, again, just looking at the uh, – we talked about it at halftime, how Aurora had doubled up the plays on the, uh, the Hastings High Tigers. They end up 80-45 to 45 on offensive plays here tonight. But uh, just a two-headed monster Kyle Peterson has over there. He's got a good offensive line. Hey, they're a good football team. We've seen it tonight, but definitely uh, the Tigers going to be in the mix on down the road, but they'll have their hands full in a couple of weeks. They'll have uh, two weeks to get adjusted and ready for the uh, Northwest Vikings. A couple of those scores will pass along to you. Kearney Catholic has beaten the Adams Central Patriots tonight 33-22. to So that's the first loss of the season for the Patriots. Racing Saints is saying they lose tonight at uh, Grand Island, the Central Catholic, the final score of 36 to nothing. We've got all the scores uh, coming up on the Rival Sports Bar and Grill, Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning Scoreboard Show, so stay with us. That'll wrap things up from the Osborne Sports Complex tonight. For Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Hastings. The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers. Meeting their customers' needs with the finest selection of business, casual sportswear, tailored clothing and accessories in men's and ladies' clothing. With two locations to serve you locally, in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. High School Football on KHAS Radio is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Thanks so much.